This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. You just pay $5 shipping. Coming up on TMS, what's the cheapest real housewife I can get? An Iolus is wrecking the Arby's, don't you know? Abadabada, you know, shaggy. No sitting for old men. What's the standing rat's name? 80% Italian, 20% butter. Brian's still on Ratzenberger. Hashtag black hole sunburn. Who, who's the best sexual couple? Lady Smith, African-American Manbazo. That's not the right answer. Uh... You can get Tootie and Natalie for 150 That is the right uh, the right answer. This AMSR, ASMR is too quiet. Tom's Tech Time. Recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. They carry on like that in public. What do you suppose they do when they're alone? MacGyver. 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 The Morning Stream. You're not immortal. I know your secrets, Phantom. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to TMS. It is The Morning Stream for December 4th, 2019. I'm Scott Johnson. He is Brian Ibbett. Hello. I am. I am. I just looked and checked, and uh, I totally am. That's good. You should check it once in a while. See if you find any lumps. Uh, you Listen, know. Uh, exactly. Uh, squeeze in all the right places to make sure that stuff is uh, still functioning, working, and does not uh, contain a grape. Yeah, there you go. I like it. I like everything you're saying. Uh, here's here's the deal. Oh, it feels like this show has already like gotten dark just in the first 30 seconds. <laughs> it didn't take long today. Sometimes we, uh, we go dark right away, and today we went dark right away. Anyway, we're happy to be Thank here. You. It's nice to see everybody. Got a nice, vibrant chat room with us. I was discussing, uh, actually, you as a connoisseur of music of all sorts, I wonder if maybe sure. you should time, chime in on this thing I said earlier. So uh, I am I told the chat room this, and I'm convinced of this, that electronica slash techno, uh, as we know it, uh, peaked in the 90s. I think it was the, at its best. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that we've gotten any better since then. And I know it's not like your normal rotation, but you like an occasional, you know, driving beat. But yeah, I mean, you look at stuff like the Chemical Brothers and Crystal Method mm-hmm. and Dirty Vegas and, uh, you know, all that stuff. I'd say I'd say even like 90s, a little bit into the 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but that's kind of what it always, what everything always does, right? I mean, you get your grunge peak in the 90s. Right. But there's still... Good grunge, like you know, Eddie Vedder still putting out great music, and sure. and um, uh, Nirvana. Oh no, not Nirvana. Uh, Stone Temple. Uh, no, uh, uh, Allison. Oh, Ch- oh uh, Allison. Oh, oh. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Anyway. Uh, how about uh, who the ones that did? Oh no, you already said Stone Temple Pilots. <laughs> Too many lead yeah, singers we, killed themselves. Everybody is what we're getting at. That's the message. That's today. right. So I mean, basically, you get a big peak, but then you get like this steady wave afterwards of. There's still enough great stuff for the people who latch on and love that stuff yeah. to still have something good to listen to. Yeah. And it's like it's not like a peak and disappear. It's like a peak and and taper or plateau. Well, uh, for me, for me, the house stuff that came after the dubstep that was br- thankfully sort of a brief thing, but still happened. Sure. Uh, oh come on, you're. you're uh, your Nana Cherry. Your uh, is that dubstep? I, I mean, I consider dubstep's that whole. 
Oh, what's the best kind of the example? reggae, the reggae, the reggae uh, dub crossover stuff, right? Oh no, this well, the stuff I'm thinking of. Oh, is am definitely I? Not I'm thinking that. of something different from dubstep. Yeah, dubstep is like a horrible thing that should have never happened, and I hate it, and it makes me mad. Okay, here's here's a dubstep song, or I'll just play a tiny taste of this. See if YouTube hates me okay. for it. All right. Okay, this is some sort of introduction. I'm gonna skip ahead some. Okay. Yeah, this is oh, fine. Sure. And okay. this is fine. This isn't a problem. It's when they get to... Yeah, the... I hate it. Right. I hate that. Right. Uh, but... Uh, I guess I'm thinking dub and not dubstep. Because oh, dub right. is very different. Dub is, is you know, your uh, reggae-influenced uh, reggae dance music. Yeah. And what, am I, what I might actually be saying is that the crystal method is one of the greatest bands of all time. I might mm-hmm. be saying that because I love absolutely them. in their field, yeah. you know, in their without field, a sure. doubt in their, in their genre, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, Daft Punk, um, love Daft Punk. Nothing wrong with them. Uh, Chemical Brothers. Yeah. Uh, or, or, uh, Orbital's good. I like, uh, Orbital. Yeah. Right. I like, I used to like future Hulk sound of London. Um, mm-hmm. uh, who else? Oh, left field was really great. A lot of people don't know who they are, sure. though, but I love sure. those guys. They used to use that dude. Who's that? Rapper guy that's like from Jamaica. Shaggy. Shaggy. They used to use Shaggy a lot. <laughs> I I think I deserve a little bit of applause yeah. for uh, turning that into Shaggy. <laughs> yeah, well done. Oh yeah, Prodigy. I love the, the uh, I love Prodigy. Oh, the Prodigy. Yeah. They're amazing. Oh my gosh! But another lead singer out, and now not singer, right. but whatever he did. Um, yeah, dancer turned. Frontman, frontman, frontman. There you go. Frontman. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't have to be a singer to be a frontman. And he, Flint. he would still, yeah. he would sort of sing, but he also sort of yelled and rapped. He was I sort of fire He was, <laughs> he, was uh, he was basically like, um, like the Sid Vicious of that group. You he know was. what I mean? Right, 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 right. Yeah. You know, where where uh, Lydon was the vocalist, or Johnny Rotten was the vocalist of the Sex Pistols, but yeah. Sid Vicious was as much a frontman. Or as much a presence in that band as Johnny Rotten. Yeah, and that's how I always saw Keith Flint, who should not have died. What is the deal yeah. with all my '90s bands and and, and singers and people Man, dying? No kidding. Stop doing yeah, Rick that. Rick Astley uh, is never gonna give it up. No, he'll never give it. He'll never <laughs> give it up. He'll never let us down. That's right. Yeah, he'll never run around and as, hurt he's us. never gonna give you up as long as the you in this case uh, case is the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and he's more of our '80s guy anyway. The '80s guys all still. Well, live that's in. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Everybody in the '80s uh, just continues to live. Oh, on, I see. But they, '90s yeah. Uh, yeah. '90s folks. That's a good point. Your Sting will be. Decided it was better to burn out than to fade away. St- Sting will be 105, but right. by, by speaking, then, every, speaking of Shaggy, yeah. Sting and Shaggy continuing to work together. Like there is some weird. It's like the Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart, Stewart uh, combination where. Where two people that you never would expect to go together have not only like tried to do something together, but are like continuing to do something together. So what is it like when I've never heard them doing anything together? Is it like with fields of gr- green and gold, and then he goes, <laughs> I know the fields of gold, I know the gold of fields. I am an Englishman in New York. <laughs> you don't have to turn. You, know, you don't have to turn off the red light. <laughs> Roxanne. Who turned off the red light? It wasn't me. Who turned off the red light? It wasn't me. 
Ah, uh, that's like the weird news I heard yesterday that I guess David Duchovny and uh, Marilyn Manson made an album. Did you know that? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. That's a real thing. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they met on the set of something and then got to be tight friends real fast and then turned right around and made a record together. And he sings on it, too. Duchovny does. Uh, what is that called? Yeah, no, these, these two have done... Uh, so Sting and Shaggy have done one full album together called 44876 and i don't know what that means and then they did a i think either a christmas ep or oh yeah look at that yeah oh wow okay i'm looking at the (laughs) look at them on motorcycles right yeah Yeah, (laughs) look at that that's great here's a sample (laughs) this is a See, that part's just, you know, Sting getting into it. But then later, Exactly. I mean, you know, you look at Sting's uh, album since the since the end of The Police, and he's had a lot of kind of an African uh, world beat mm-hmm. influence to his stuff. That whole Dream of the Blue Turtles album is mm-hmm. is all, it's got world beat all over the place. Well, that song, The Fields of Gold, is totally, that, uh, that whole album felt like it was inspired yeah. by that stuff. It felt like, you know, yeah. we're like, uh, S- Paul Simon did that once. Yes, right. With Maybe the, twice. Graceland. Yeah. Lady Smith, Black Mombazo. But Sting said, I'm going to try Sorry, that too. Lady Smith, African American. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank Mombazo, you. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate the more PC approach to her name. But then Sting <laughs> said, I'm going to try that too. Are you all right? Did you swallow right. a I'm horse? What I happened swallowed there? wrong. Yeah. <laughs> totally swallowed my copy. Uh oh. Brian's going to need that thick and liquid treatment. That's the next step. <laughs> you know it's coming. Oh. Listen. It Man. is the time of year when uh, thick and liquid uh, flows wildly down the streets. It is eggnog time, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. I can't wait to get some eggnog. Yeah, how many points is that, though? Probably ridiculous, uh, right? Let's look, shall we? That's, I have the app. That's got to be so bad. Yeah. Isn't that stuff just like liquid sugar slash fat? It's, you can get, yeah, I mean, if you drink a half a cup of Kroger Holiday Celebration eggnog, that right there is going to cost you eight points, and that's half a cup. However, if you make homemade eggnog, which I'll have to look at this. Just half vodka or something. um, (laughs) uh, Whiskey you do, or or uh, not brandy, bourbon, or uh, any of your, uh, Scott, uh, any of your brown liqueurs Mm -hmm. go in eggnog. Bring me uh, all the bacon you have. Every type (laughs) at the time, yeah. Those are the smooth, uh, the smoother liquors, right? The ones that are a little more. That's uh, right. Clear liquors are for socialites and women on diets. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite Ron Swansonisms ever. Pretty good. <laughs> and I will use that until the day I die. I almost uh, picked up, by the way, uh, uh-huh. I almost picked up uh, his book that's all about just uh, uh, woodworking and tools and stuff because it was on sale. And I almost did it. And I and I realized as I was picking it up, I went, wait, why am I doing this? I don't woodwork. I don't really care to. I'm not really into all that. I respect it, but I don't really care that much. I'm only doing this because it's Ron Swanson's book or uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Nick Offerman's uh, book. Nick Offerman's book. Yeah. And that was that was weird. Why would I? Why? Why? Why did I do that? Because because you want to read that book and hear the whole damn thing in his voice. <laughs> that's it. That's it. And and there's no nothing at all wrong with that. By the way, if you watch, he and Amy Poehler, who are the uh, 
probably the greatest non-sexual couple since Tara Lipinski and Johnny Weir. Um, Wait, who's the who's the best sexual couple then? If you've got that list going. Oh, all right, the best sexual couple. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tara Lipinski and Johnny Weir also. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, they have that the no. show, the woodworking uh, competition yeah, deal. Yeah, make making it. Uh, 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 Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman do, uh, not Johnny oh. Weir and Tara Lipinski, sure. although I would watch that as well. <laughs> right. That'd be all right. I would watch one where they're doing woodworking and stuff. Sure. But um, no, uh, it is amazing. It is such a great show. The new season started this last week. We haven't watched it yet, but uh, if it's anything like the last season, this is the show. It's really shows like this and Great British Bake Off that, that make me feel like there's hope for reality mm. television, for yeah. reality competition televisions. I, I agree. I mean, British Bake, <laughs> British Bake Off alone does that for me, but uh, it sounds like this is one of those. I should probably watch it. Check it out. It is. It is yeah. so cool. And uh, he is he's Nick Offerman, but he's full Ron Swanson in this thing because. Because why not? Because why not? It's, yeah. you know, it's, it's uh, when he's bouncing stuff off of uh, Amy Poehler, it's hard not to be ron swanson well they did that for like nine years together like mm-hmm. they probably can't avoid it at this point that's probably right, just how exactly. they communicate they probably both slip into nope and swanson i like how once in a while she does something coming. wacky like or he does he'll he went on um uh he was on that show that that we keep talking about a life in pieces he was the oh yeah he was the weird brother sister marriage thing and he was and it was his real life wife who's so freaking funny i can think Megan of Mullally, yes. yes oh my gosh she's funny yeah. uh Tally Zarell says Nick Offerman and Megan Mullally are pretty sexual. You know what? They might be the number one sexual couple. That's actually, uh, I'm going to, that's where my vote is. Like, <laughs> they're great. They were also on Bob's Burgers yeah. together because she plays Aunt, uh, what's her name? Aunt, oh crap, their aunt, uh, Linda's right. sister. Can't think of her name all of a sudden. Lynn, Just Aunt perfect, Lynn? Perfect casting. Linda, Aunt no, Lynn. Linda, Linda. No, Linda's, the, Linda's uh, Bob's wife. Yeah, I keep saying Lynn is what Bob calls her for short, but I can never, yeah. never remember. Anyway, whatever it is. Uh, Gail, that's it. Gail, she okay. is she is brilliant in that mm-hmm. role. But when they were like being all creepy brother sister marriage thing on that episode <laughs> of Lost in, or Life in Pieces, I was dying, yes. dude, dying. <laughs> They're really funny yeah. together. Like they really are. Legit. Yeah, and it's funny that they've never done a long form project together on television. That would uh, that'd be the end of the marriage. I couldn't you couldn't handle you think, it. No. You think you think it's just got to keep her on Will and Grace. <laughs> and, and you know him on other things uh made you sideshow bob for a second there when you said uh, <laughs> that's pretty good all right i had a quick thing to tell you about mod pizza before we bring sure. brian dunaway oh, in here Mod pizza yeah went there yesterday um met up with taylor and the boy and me and kim and carter had uh school off or, or work nice. off yesterday so we all went over there and i got the cauliflower thing and all that it was all very good as always it's always good there Yep. Um, but it's weird. The lady working there seemed like day manager type person. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, she was like living proof that you can never really tell how somebody feels. Mm. And I'll explain. When I get sure. there, she's like, the first reaction from her is, well, hello. Welcome to the Mod Pieces. your first time? No, we've been here lots of times. Oh, wonderful. Do you guys know what you want? And in my head, I'm thinking, cool. She's got it. She knows us. She She's comfortable with customers. She likes, you know, people. She's very friendly. We're good. And then we start ordering the pizzas, and she gets, uh, uh, to me, super cranky. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to do the Caspian. What do you want on it? 
<laughs> so did you say something? Uh, did you say something to offender between point A and point B? Like well, it was there. I wondered uh, because I thought, oh, the t- the tone has changed. What did I say? Okay, so you're not wrong to have that kind of thinking because I thought the exact same thing. But then toward the end of it, where I was going to have her put red onions on that thing, she goes, she's sort of like, anything else? I'm like, yeah, uh, red onions, I guess. She goes, all right, oh, this is going to be a good one. No problem. Let's put that on there and stick it in the oven. She's back to the other lady again. She's all happy and nice again. Weird, weird. Like uh, bipolar, but instantly bipolar. Instant <laughs> bipolar. And then and, and then after, so here's another, I had another run-in with her. Uh she says, oh, she goes, Johnson, uh, your pies are up or whatever. So we go up to get the, the two or three pizzas we had. And she says, would you like any of the side sauces? And I went, oh, this is, she backed a nice. Uh, yeah, we'd like uh, all both of those two different kinds. They got the sriracha ranch thing and whatever. Yeah. yeah. We put a couple of those together. So then she just kind of like slams them together and slams them on the plate. I go, thank you. That's awesome. And she doesn't say anything. <laughs> So I'm like, oh my gosh, weird. okay. Oh, so, this is so weird. So yeah. then later, so then I go back to the table. We're eating, hanging out. She's out walking around asking how people are doing. And she comes to us and she plays with the baby and she's talking about how cute he is. I hope you guys are enjoying your lunch together. We're so happy to see a little baby in here. Oh, you're so cute. Being sweet as can be. And then Taylor <laughs> says after she leaves, hey, could you go up and have him uh, squirt more of the sriracha ranch on my pizza i can't get out of the corner sure. here i said you know what tay happy to do that as your dad let uh-huh. me go do that for you i get up to the front and i go hey i'm just wondering could you just squirt a little more just kind of swirl on the top of this thing and she goes fine turns around grabs the thing <laughs> hands me the thing she i could never read her properly that's crazy it almost like if you if, if you thought that she was possibly recording this this would be a great punk to do on somebody, <laughs> it right? A was, great, yes. A great gag. Yes. Like, uh, uh, oh, yeah, hey, good to see you. Right. <laughs> I mean, and we, you, by the way, chat room, we know that's not how bipolar works. We're not saying it's actual bipolar. Right, uh, yes. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, <laughs> so, we understand that. But the point is, right. like, I mean, yes, I did feel like I was getting pranked a little bit. I kept kind of looking. I'm not the only one that noticed. Everybody else did, too. Carter was like, mm-hmm. what is this about? What? Why, why uh-huh. is she doing this? So it was not just me. <laughs> having a weird day, you know, bout of strange perception or whatever. It was just sure. very freaking funky. And I don't know what to That's make crazy. of it. So there you go. I'll still get their pizza every time, though. It's, it's amazing. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. Caspian's your go-to, huh? Uh, I like Caspian occasionally. I prefer the, what's the, Jasper, I think. It's, uh, I can't remember the one that, that um, is the chicken, chicken barbecue. Ch- chicken, chicken barbecue. Oh, that's the Caspian. No, wait. That's, that's the Caspian? That's not the Caspian. Now I don't remember Mod the names. Pizza.com. Yeah, I guess you Because I don't want to steer people in the wrong direction. We no, wanna, no, no. Yeah. We want people to get the right thing when they go there. We want people to Although go. I've never, gotten the, I've never gotten the wrong thing. Always go the one direction. <laughs> uh, and it's funny. I've never gotten the Tristan even though, you know, I've got a son. Oh, Tristan. good point. Yeah. That one's the one Nick gets and he covers it with everything. I think yeah. mine's the Jasper. Oh, it I, is the Caspian. Yeah. The mozzarella gorgonzola barbecue chicken barbecue sauce sliced red onions. Oh, all right. Boom. Add cilantro and bacon, and uh, Bob's your uncle. Bob is your uncle. That's true. Do you have an Uncle Bob? No, but Tom Merritt does, and I uh, brought that up. I said that to him once. Yeah. Actually, I think I said it to him during the um, – there's a show that's going up today where we go over the, the final three uh, contestants on the uh, top podcaster, mm-hmm. and I said da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da, and uh, Bob's your uncle, and he goes, oh, I had an uncle named Bob, and I said, oh, how funny. He says, yeah, he passed away. I'm saying, oh, oh. sorry to bring it up. <laughs> 
I have an Uncle Bob too, but he's a thousand years older than me, and I don't know where he is. He, he sort of Does anybody know where he is? I don't think so. No one's ever said anything to me about where he ended up or if he's still alive. Or I, I really don't know where that guy ended up. He was kind of like black sheep, left the hat, left the family early, all that stuff. I just don't know when. Could he be living in Greenville, South Carolina under an assumed name? That was my theory. Let's see if this music confirms it. Welcome to Babel Royale, everybody, with our good buddy Brian Dunaway who's on the phone. Hello, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. You're, you're, oh, hi. Your real name isn't Bob Hanks, is it? Uh, no, it's not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I almost, was, oh, almost no. pulled a Hank Hill. Oh, no, it's oh, not, it's Bobby. Oh, it's not, Bobby. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Uh, why would you? Oh, come on, guys. Anyway, yeah, no, not me. Your, your uh, Hank Hill has always been pretty strong. I, I, I enjoy doing my Hank. Yeah. Can you do can, I, I know you don't it. like nobody likes to do this on the spot, but can you do the right. um can you do the switchblade thing real quick cuz I always love when you do oh that. Oh my god. Okay, yeah, I can do the switchblade thing. Let's see. Switchblade, not switchblade. Let me go with switchblade. It's much better. <laughs> uh, let me see if oh my god, just when you when you ask me all of a sudden I'm, I'm blanking like on Like if I want to get a plate, let's say I'll, I'll tell you about my I'll tell you about my mustard on biscuits. Okay, yeah, go for it. Let me see if I can get it. Okay. That's some good French fried taters. I don't know something like that. I, hear, I, hear, I can't, uh, I can't a, quite do it. It's a Kaiser blade, though, right? It's right, not it's a, a Kaiser. It's not a switchblade. Blade. No, it's not a. It's, it's not a sling blade. It's a Kaiser blade. And see, I'm all falling out of it now. I can't. Yeah. I gotta. I gotta like. I gotta warm up. I need like at least five minutes worth of, uh, you know, getting into my Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. I gotta put my chaw in my like in my lower lip where I. In my, you know, like the bad overbite. Oh yeah, underbite. Yeah. underbite. The, the, the trick is having a click phrase, so it's like a phrase right, that you right. can say any time that gets you into that voice. Like, eh, too much hassle, and then I can kind exactly. of exactly, you know, mm. get into my Russian accent from that uh, for the three-word phrase. Yep. It goes right into it. <laughs> for me, it's, it's like, uh, do you have my money? That's how I get it. <laughs> Give him his man. Give him his oh, man. I'm so excited. Can you? Did you guys see the Black Widow trailer yesterday? Because I'm so yeah. excited about Hopper. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hopper and uh... Russian Captain America. I'm so excited. Yeah. Right. All uh, of that looks oh, yeah. great. I'm pretty excited. Actually, nice. I'm very excited. I think that show looks really good, and I'm actually so I'm so pro uh, what Disney's doing with stuff after plus the success and the Mandalorian. Do, as good as it is, like I'm, I'm way more stoked about it than I would have been had I not seen all that first. I guess I'm very excited. It's gonna be good, excited. Black Widow, baby. Whee! And I, I'm uh, mark my words here. I think they're setting up her, uh, her sister, quote unquote sister, yeah. as the replacement uh, Black Widow in the Avengers because uh, there was a different Black Widow in the Avengers in the Marvel Universe for a while that had blonde hair, and I could easily see them doing that. Oh, interesting. Totally going to do it. Well, because the whole thing, it's going to not be a lot of... Uh... It's going to be the West Coast Avengers, right? Uh... <laughs> it's going to be the uh, Great Lakes Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love the idea of the Great Lakes Avengers. That's awesome. <laughs> Would they all have South Dakota accents and stuff like that? Oh, sure. You'll betcha. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hear there's oh. trouble down at the barn. We we best get down there. Don't get oh. your cape stuck again. Annihilus is troubling the city, don't you know? We better get down there before he wrecks the Arby's. Try to cooperate. I am cooperating, Wade. There'd be somebody named Wade. That's fantastic. Captain They're Cleveland. The, oh, the my double gosh. tree. I hope it's reasonable. <laughs> Captain Cleveland, Benjamin wins. 
You win, uh, Benjamin. All right, we have a caller on the line for today's Babel Royale. Let's find out who is uh, calling and who might win today. Hi, who's this? It's Cammy or Katsumi in the chat. Oh, hello. Hey. How are you, hey, Cammy? Uh, oh, I'm homesick, so I could call it. You uh, oh, sick at home from work? Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. Are you uh, are you going to be okay? Do you got do you got all the meds and all the stuff you need? <laughs> Uh, it's more of a mental health day, but oh, oh, I like those. Those are the best ones. Oh, I love those days. I need to do more we of those, those. Honestly, we have those every day here on TMS. <laughs> right? Yeah, they don't always go so well. But I, I, one of these days, uh, in, I'm, here's my goal in 2020. I'm going to do one of those where that's all the reason is. I'm just going to say the whole day's off, everybody. There's nothing mm-hmm. happening today. I'm in bed. I'm watching movies. Right. I'm reading comics. I'm doing my. I'm doing me all day. I'm feeling yeah. melancholy I'm today. I'm doing me all day, so close the door. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to be doing me all day, so close the door. Nobody wants to see this. Anyway, uh, okay, Katsumi, I'm glad you called, and I hope that we can add to uh, your uplifted spirits today by having a little fun here on the show. Brian, do you want to explain the rules and what you could win? Oh, dude, I'll do my best. I'm kind of new to this, so uh, let's hope I can do this. Okay. Uh, so, Cammy, I'm going to be giving Scott and Brian Dunway a topic. Those two chuckleheads are going to go back and forth giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, a repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the win will go to the other player. Your job is to predict who's going to come out on top based on the topic. Today, you're playing for a pair of uh, Steam games. As per the huge Call of Duty World War II oh, and yeah. Crash Bandicoot N Sane Trilogy. So it is the Crash Bandicoot N Sane oh, Trilogy. Oh, it's that new, uh, yeah. it's the remastered collection thing. It's, that's that's right. awesome. So make sure yeah. you go to that uh, that that tiki head, that voodoo uh, head, and, and it'll go every time mm-hmm. you run into it. <laughs> yeah. I have both of these games. Sure. Do you really? Yeah. And how are they? Yeah. Yeah, well, I got it. I think I got them on a humble bundle this recently, and I, I loaded up. Uh, I loaded up. I didn't load up the Call of Duty yet. Bump that. Mm. Oh wait a minute, I might be thinking of Spyro that I got. Mm. I think I actually did the Spyro. Thing, oh, the Spyro one's really cool too. They made a great, did a great job with that stuff. Really, it's those I gotta old, go. I'll yeah. get back to Spyro. I I kind of gave up on Spyro in the day. Yeah, the the mm. game. I mean, the old ver- the PS one versions were pretty ugly, but they were for what they were. They were pretty cool. They completely redone them. They look really nice. Mm. Yeah, worth cool. worth Red checking Bandicoot. out. Yeah. Well, let's stop talking about that because I need to give you guys your topic. Okay. <laughs> this I'm one ready. comes to us from Katavari. Do you know what yesterday was? What? December third. Uh, you December know what it was? Third. Remember, it was remember the third of December. I don't know. It was. It was a Tuesday. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I remember because the dame walked into my office carrying Tuesday's newspaper. The dame. Uh, it was the twenty-fifth anniversary of the release of the original PlayStation. Speaking of the PS One. Wow. Oh wow! Good job. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was um, first released in Japan in uh, on December 3rd, 1994, but then it was released almost a year later in the U.S., September of 1995. Yep, I was there I, 6 o'clock in the morning in line at a software, etc., getting my own. Oh, I pre-ordered mine, and I uh, still have the... Let me make sure it's not going to help you guys. Nope. I still have the Battle Arena to Shinden game mm. that, uh, <laughs> that came with it in the humongous box that they made to hold one little CD. Yeah, remember when they were doing the tall boxes for that stuff? That was so weird. Oh, yeah, weird. I forgot about that because they were trying to convince us we were still using VHSs. Yeah, or whatever that was about. I don't no, know. No, that's, that's right. what happens. That, that happens a lot because of the way store displays are made. Mm-hmm. Lots of times you'll have to conform to that 
Oh, so they do it for retail is what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, they're doing it for the, yeah, so they got they got to box those things in, so sure. that's why that works. I get that. Let me tell you one day about the book Garfield book format and how that really upset everybody. Oh, no, I remember that. Garfield yeah. book format? Yeah, no, that's yeah. a thing I'm aware of as well. That's a mess. Mm. Well, we'll save it for another day, but it's an interesting... Once in a while, things will happen that'll just mess up an entire sub-industry, and they all have to adhere to a thing they don't want to. It's, mm-hmm. it's weird. Right. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, hey, uh, since it's the 25th anniversary, I want you to name the 25 best-selling games of all time for the PlayStation oh. 1. Ooh. So, of all time for the PS... So, just while it was running, right? Because 25 best-selling games well, of the time when they were making PlayStation 1 games, Yeah, right? yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah, yes. Well, any PlayStation 1 game that sold really well in the top 25. Correct. Yeah, yeah. easy one. I mean, not easy, but, you know. <laughs> easy to understand. Easy to understand yeah. questions. <laughs> and, and this is the same guy who Monday who couldn't figure out most toys sold. Right. That's right. Yes. Right. It gets yeah. a good point. Surprised to see that uh, Battle Arena Tashinden, not even in the top 50. Oh. Well, Aww. turns out it wasn't very good. But uh, it really wasn't. But yeah. it was it was innovative because you know you you moved in 3D space mm-hmm. uh to avoid attacks. Sure. And, like it was a rotating platform. Sure, sure. Well, let's see how we do. Uh, All right. Uh, so, Cami, knowing that that is the topic, who do you want to go first and who do you want to win? Or who do you expect to win? <laughs> who do you want to win? That's yeah. even better. I like that yeah, way. Well, sure. <laughs> oh, they're both pretty good at games. Yeah. But we're going we're gonna to try for uh, put our money on Scott to win and let Scott go first. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Changing it up get, today. Go win. I appreciate win. The, uh, the confidence. I will uh, put into that list then immediately... Uh, the original Gran Turismo has to be in that top number one nice. with a bullet. Uh, ten million, ten point eight million units sold. Came out December twenty third, nineteen ninety seven. Nice, nice, strong start. I'm gonna go with, and we are off to the races. Mm-hmm. I'm literally. gonna go with Spyro the Dragoon. Well, I'm glad we you said that. N- number seventeen on the list came out September 9th, nineteen ninety eight. Sold four point eight million copies. All right. Nice. Uh, Crash Bandicoot did well, so we'll put that back oh, on there. Oh, that's a good one. Since we talked about that one as well, Crash Bandicoot came out September 9th, 1996. Uh, 6.8 million copies. So far, I've had Six. all these. All right, so uh, I'm going to go with the one we played the most, which was Croc, Legend of Gobos. <laughs> what, 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 what? Croc, what is C-R-O-C. <laughs> I don't know what Croc. that is. What is that? What are you talking about? Is this English? Fine. <laughs> Fine. I won't go with a weird one then. I'll roll back to Rayman. Wait, 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 wait. Are we allowing this guy? <laughs> hey, you make the rules. You make the call. Uh, it's up to you. So here's what I'm going to do. You Can laughed at me lo- before I even locked in my answer, so <laughs> well, I'm changing you said, it. You said you're going with that. So here's what we're going to do. Kemi wins, but we're going to keep oh. playing because this is fun. Croc, by the way, Legend of the Gobos. Was number twenty nine on the list? Oh, believe it or not. See? Wow! Laughing at me. I've never heard, a, of I've never heard of that game. I've never heard of copies of a game that uh, two of two out of the three of us have never heard of. Before. I've never heard of that. Well, game. actually, Croc started. They had a, had like a Croc edition as well. So I, I was hoping that that that's why it shipped. Yeah, that's all right. It's all good. Yeah. I, I did, the laughter is more about. Oh my gosh, is that even a game? And I can't believe it is. But apparently it was because twenty nine. It was, was still really strong. important. It was the game we played the most of on our on our PlayStation. All right. Well, let's what, keep uh, going what then. Was your, what was your replacement? Oh, he said. Uh, oh, what'd you say? Me or him? My replacement yeah, was yeah. 
My replacement was Rayman. 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 Okay. Because that's the one we played a lot of. That's a better one to choose. Four million sure. copies of Rayman were sold. Uh, number twenty on the list, September first, nineteen ninety-five, came out uh, um, with it was a it was a uh, day and date release in the U.S. Hmm. I will now say, uh, we'll just see as far as, far as we can go here. Uh, Metal Gear Solid One. Was Metal Gear huge. Solid yeah, One. Also known as Metal Gear Solid, yeah. September third, nineteen ninety eight, came out. Uh, sold six million copies. MGS. What level? Uh, what number on the list? Is oh, it? I'm sorry, number ten. Ten. Okay. I'm surprised oh. that's not higher. I am too. I when put you hear these other ones, three. you might you might not be surprised. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, done away. Shocked. Done away. You got more. Oh, I thought I was out. No, we're still no, we're, no, we're, we're, we're just doing it for going. fun. Cammy, yeah. Oh, you mulligan me? Just for posterity. Just for fun. We're doing it just for fun now. She wins either yeah. way. Yes. Right. So I'm going to go Scott, with Final Scott Fantasy Final <laughs> Final Fantasy 7. That's a good Great one. one to pick. That is uh the big daddy of them all. Uh mm-hmm. January 31st, 1997, 9.8 million copies of Final Fantasy Fantasy 7. That that one came out on two discs, right? Yes, I, I believe it. maybe yeah, even more. Yeah. Was it more than two discs? Maybe. It may have been, been more. Three. Yeah. yeah. Cuz uh, Resident Evil, which was my next guess, it was two discs for sure. Or at least you know what? I'm sorry. RE2 was two discs. And I'm guessing Resident Evil 1 and 2 were both on your list. Well, which one are you going to say, Scott? Resident Evil yeah, 1. Which one? We'll start with 1. Oh, you should start with 2. Resident Evil <laughs> is... You're is kidding me. 31 on the list, only selling 2.7 million copies. It's below the Croc uh, game? Below right. the Croc Suck game. <laughs> How is that possible? Yeah. Resident Evil 2, number 16 on the list, 4.9 million copies. Which is funny because I owned... Resident Evil, I did not own RE2. Oh, all right. How about, how about Tekken? Oh, Brian, it's your turn. Oh, I want to do Tekken. Yes, Tekken 3. That's what I was going to do because I'm going down the list of the ones that I remember that I got on my PlayStation Classic Mini thing. Yep. I believe that was uh, one that was on well, it. It launched with Tekken. Tekken 3, Tekken 3 number 4. Oh, um, wow. March 26, 1998, 8.3 million copies. How about Tekken 1? Is it on there? Tekken 1 for the team. I'm Tekken. I'm taking as this best is, as I can. This is interesting because what that tells me is launch or right around launch window titles did not do so great. Right. right. No. Um, Tekken, Tekken the original. It's not on the I list, I do not is it? see on the list, even in the top 50. That's crazy. But, you know, sequels sometimes do better than uh, in movies. More consoles. Sequels do. Yeah. Plus, yeah, there's more crazy. consoles in the, uh, out yeah, there. Yeah, but I so. think these are just PlayStation 1 sales. I wonder if these are just PlayStation 1 sales. Oh. That, um, I believe these are just PlayStation One version sales. Yeah, that would, the, I would hope so. Cost. How about um, uh, uh, oh, my brain just went dead on that. Uh, the Twisted Metal game. Oh, I thought you said those. Mm-hmm. No, no one said Twisted Metal yet. Oh, interesting. And Twisted for good Metal. Reason, uh, Twisted Metal Two is on here, I know, but it's low. What? Uh, Twisted Metal Two is number fifty. It's the only Twisted Metal game in the top. Which is again is crazy That's because crazy I had Twisted to me. Metal one. Crazy. Uh, to me. 1.7 I feel like for some reason I remember Twisted Metal being like launched at like a lower price point than everything else. Does that would that be a factor? Um, say that again. I think I seem like I remember Twisted Metal coming out like at a weird price point, like it was way cheaper than the rest of them. Is this is this number know. sold or is it's this numbers profit? units sold? Yeah, it's oh, not profit. Sold, okay. it's units sold. Yeah, I mean that was a um, Sony production, so I, I just for some reason I thought that was way more popular than that. Listen, I'm going to go ahead and go down the list so that we can get to a news story about Thanos. Thanos' is anus. Yeah, but, yeah let's um, do it. Here's the ones Thanos. you could have said. Yeah, Thanos. Thanos. <laughs> uh, here's. Uh, 
what you could have said. Gran Turismo 2 is number three yeah. on the list. Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. It is the really? um, the uh, newest. I don't remember that being out at the time. That's... 2001 is when that game came out, and it still sold 8 million copies. Nobody even crossed over into Lara Croft Town. Tomb Raider oh, is number six. Smart. Tomb Raider 2 at number nine. Tomb Raider 3 at number 11. Tomb Raider uh, The Last Revelation at number 18. All four wow, yeah, that should have... I definitely should have hit my head. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Me either. Uh, Final Fantasy VIII, uh, Tekken 2 we talked about, Crash Bandicoot Warped, and Crash Bandicoot 2, Cortex Strike Back. Strike back. Mm. Um, both did less uh, well than the first Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> That's a Final trend Fantasy all over. IX. I'm not seeing too many sequels that beat the originals that you've listed. Or, well, no. unless they're later, like Tekken, Tekken right. 3 is way later than the launch Tekken 1, but Tekken 1 True, probably got yeah. buried in the launch. Yeah, because Gran Turismo did better than 2. Yeah. Tekken 3 did better than the other Tekkens. Uh, Dragon Quest 7 and uh, uh, Oddworld Abe's Odyssey, one of my favorites. Oh, Oddworld. Yeah. Uh, I totally forgot about that series. Oh, that was such a great series. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. I mean, he had a yes. button that made, that made God, Abe I fart. I put the crap into that one. Yeah. That's right, Abe, Abe fart. There fart. was an Abe fart button right into that <laughs> game. Exactly. Yeah, and you could use it to like distract the little monsters to come over to the side, yeah. and then go around the and other way. And they'd go, they'd go, now it's like ear, a jump, and they get all pissed and, yes. and come that direction. Dude, that was a great was, game. It was also it made was here in really Utah, game. which I was took a lot of pride in. There's a team oh, here. So, so great. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, Resident Evil 3, Nemesis, Spyro 2, Ripto's Rage, and Ooh. Frogger rounding out the top 25. Frogger. <laughs> that must have been a read. Like a reboot or some sort. Yeah. Oh, of course, yeah. September 30th, 1997, that one came out, but still sold 3.3 oh, 3 million copies. I'm not a good Frogger. So for Brian, Crocs is, for me, like, for me, it was like Micro Machines. I loved that version of the game, and we played it to death, but I'm sure it's not even in the uh, top 80, probably. Right. Uh, I don't even see it. Uh, oh, Hot Shots Golf, Mortal Kombat Trilogy. Oh, yeah, MK should have been higher. Yeah, um... That surprises uh, me. Dino Crisis, Final Fantasy Tactics, Namco Museum. I loved, I loved, I bought all the Namco Museum games. Like, oh, yeah. loved having those arcade games on there. Yeah, those are cool. Um, Silent Hill, Parasite Eve, uh, Tetris Plus, Siphon Filter. Oh, oh Siphon yeah, filter, filter, dude. What? <laughs> I haven't heard that name in so long. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know, right? Wow. Was there ever a Siphon Filter to there? Probably was. There was. I think it was on ps1 i don't think they ever got i don't think ps2 ever got a siphon filter and they've not talked about it since so there's no comeback for siphon filter uh well that's amazing what a list uh and a, what a trip back in time everybody happy anniversary totally. sony well done 25 years of the playstation one um the good news is that means that cammy just straight up wins so cammy you're getting your stuff no matter what and i hope that helps you feel a little better today that would be our hope. Uh, well, I'm a <laughs> uh, hey, here's the deal, though. You got to email Brian if you want to get this stuff. You got to send an email to coverville@gmail.com, and uh, that will get you your codes. You have a fantastic day. Bye now. You did it. I'm assuming the Crash Bandicoot's insane trilogy includes the original game, right? It better. Uh, yes, I think that the way those work. Oh, I could be wrong about this. I think it's like the Master Chief Collection, where Halo One lets you switch on the fly between new and old graphics. I think that's true of at least the first Bandicoot game. I'm okay. not 100% sure on that, though. I might be Just making that sure up. You, you hit those uh, tiki, tiki heads so they go... <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Oh, I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's great. Yeah, he was, the floating he tiki head. He's also in the yeah. crash racing game. And if you go, yep. you bump into him and you're like, you need a little tip on what we're doing here. Talk to that guy and he'll go in a vaguely racist way. It's fantastic. <laughs> so good, man. All right. Uh, so, so there you go. That was a fun uh, trip down memory lane. That was fun, yeah. Yep. You know what? Maybe I'll try to emulate that croc game, Brian, just because just I'm thinking. Even oh, though I got laughed off the show. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> laughed off oh, the no, show. Oh, no. This is getting left on the sh- uh, left off the show. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait. That's my timing's bad. Okay. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's gone. He'll be here this weekend, though, for Film Sack, so check uh, Brian yes. Dunaway out. Uh, he's Where he we never... watch uh, Jack Frost. Yeah. Not the Michael Keaton Jack Frost, but the horror movie Jack Frost in which... Well, the horror comedy movie Jack Frost in which uh, uh, one semi crashes into another and there's a dude in the back of one and chemicals in the other and he gets mm-hmm. mixed with a snowman or something. Yeah, it's good stuff is what we're saying. So come That's back right. for it and be a part of it. Uh, you might say what happened to Dunaway there was this. They're all going to laugh at you. Yeah, we all laughed at They're you. They're all going to laugh at you. Oh, I forgot the button. <laughs> They're all going to laugh at you. There you go. <laughs> you got to get. You got to be kind of drunk on the L, though. That's how she does it. <laughs> Listen to that again. They're all going to laugh at you. The whole, at the They're end. They're all going to laugh, laugh at you. There you go. Uh, Max Payne 335. I think we have, oh, no, we have Black Christmas on deck if something else gets vetoed. Like yeah. if one of us watches... One of our other Christmas movies and says, oh, this isn't really good. Then Black Christmas slides slides right in its place. Right. This is all correct. Looking forward to it, though. All right. Oh, we are going to do. We have time for Thanos's anus story, which begins with this. Hey, gang, here's some razzle dazzle news to flash to mom. All right. Uh, razzle dazzle news brought to you by. Brought to you by Coverville today. If if the big Beatles show I did last week for Thanksgiving wasn't enough, I'm doing another big show uh, today. The cat is just up on up on the perch Perfect. here now that's what you want um it is the 40th and oh the uh old the elder <laughs> nara the elder uh it is the 40th anniversary speaking of anniversaries of pink floyd's the wall one of uh in my opinion one of the greatest albums of all time and one that i played over and over and over again on my sony walkman when yep. i was walking to and from my candy store job and my uh, telemarketing job both of which i hated two double-sided tapes man Right, exactly. And oh. just over and over and over played that thing. So good. Uh, you're going to hear covers uh, of songs from that album today by folks like Natalie Maines, Ann Wilson, uh, Tommy Shaw, the Tufts Beelzebubs, Luther Right and the Wrongs, and Dweezil Zappa. Oh, and Malcolm McDowell. Yes. What? Malcolm McDowell. What is he? What's oh, it? dude, you want to know which song he covers? Yeah, because it's perfect. Okay. The trial, like the the next to last song on the on the whole album. Uh, you little shit, you're in it now. Oh, I hope they throw away the, the key. key. You should have talked to him more often than you did, but no, he, you had to he go. Does your own way. He, he does sings that. He sings that whole. That's amazing. It I'm, is fan freaking tastic. <laughs> that's amazing. I could go through uh, that whole song right now. Just five minutes, worm, Your Honor. Yeah, Him, yeah. me alone. That thing was on constantly. Constantly. And the thing I liked about it is even the songs that were popular on the radio were actually good. Right. <clears throat> right. Unlike with yeah. uh, Dark Side of the Moon, they played numb. Money all the time. And Money's a terrible song. I hate it's, Money. It's, uh, yeah, as far as Dark Side of the Moon goes, another great album. And don't get me wrong. I mean, there's there's great debate as to which is the, the greatest Pink Floyd album of all time. Right. Uh, Money, arguably the weakest song on the album compared to stuff like Us and Them 
and um, brain damage and time. I mean, it's such a bam, man, bam, so bam, bam. I hate it. Oh, I hate it so yeah. much. But the rest of it, amazing. Except you just, except you just did uh, come together by the Beatles. No, I did, didn't I? Wait, what am yeah. I thinking of? <laughs> you need to begin with Money. the sound of the cash register. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> It's a trip. Don't give me none of that, dude. I hate it. I hate it. Any song that uses a cash register for its freaking beat, like F off. I don't. Want oh, it. stop it now, because you don't disparage uh, Mia's paper planes. Oh, all right. I'll give you that one. I'll give it to you. Uh, all right. Well, here's our single news story we're going to do today, because why? Why the hell would we never not do why this? Why would we? Yes, this is. Uh... This deserves our full attention. <laughs> uh, as you know, the MCU now has Thanos. He's a big bad dude in the universe there, and he's played by Josh Brolin. Well, Josh was. Yeah, was. That's true. <laughs> Josh Brolin, the actor, a 51-year-old actor, been around since the Goonies uh, as a child actor. His dad is James Brolin. Still kicking it, that guy. Um, Josh Brolin suffers a perineum burn. Or perineum. S- perineum, excuse me. I always thought it was I perineum. It's not. Perineum? Maybe it is. Maybe I've been calling it wrong. The perineum? I always said it was perineum. Maybe it is the perineum. Not sure. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say you're right. It's going to say it's the perineum. It sounds more medical to me, but I could be wrong. Got, see the kitty? <laughs> oh, look at the kitty. <laughs> I like this mirror treatment. This is good. Oh, that's creepy. That's it's like creep. a portal. It's like a shell yeah. just uh, that's <laughs> somewhere creepy. there's a blue uh, ring in my basement. <laughs> that is so creepy. Why is that so creepy to me? because <laughs> of the angle probably wow it's like one of these nope Black Dragon. <laughs> where is it i'm trying to, oh there it is portal gun there's the cat oh, oh there it is very good yeah. look at you with the portal gun i got stuff around uh anyway so uh he he did that dumb butt sunning technique practice thing everyone's into right now i shouldn't say everyone a few influencer types are into okay <sighs> Dumb. Anyway, Joss, why? Uh, why would you need to do this? I don't know. The supposedly the idea is that you get like this. Honestly, it's no different than that theory that if you drink alcohol through your butt, you're getting the you're getting the the hit faster because right, you absorb right. it quicker Not or whatever. Just so tampons, yeah. yeah. Perineum, by the way, it is. You are correct. Perineum. Perineum. Okay. Josh yep. Brolin suffers perineum burns after his stupid butt sunning practice. Although metaphysical Megan claims the public practice promotes better sleep, regulates this uh, circadian rhythm. Sure. Mm-hmm. And increases yep. energies. Others are not convinced. Who's, who's metaphysical Megan? <laughs> yeah. And count me as one of those not convinced, by the way. This sounds like utter right. horseshit yes. to me. Uh, yes. Anyway, one. Uh, she must be an influencer, <laughs> metaphysical Megan. <laughs> uh, one adversary to the ass sunning is actor and Academy Award nominee Josh Brolin, the No Country for Old Men star. And they didn't say they didn't say uh, Endgame. No. That's too bad. Right. Uh, he's really good in No Country for Old Men. It's also cable. <laughs> That's true. Uh, lots of he's in tons of everything. He's amazing. He yeah. I love him as an actor. Anyway, uh, he took to Instagram on Sunday to share a strongly worded message regarding the ancient Taoist technique. So apparently this isn't new, but it's new for idiots. Mm-hmm. Uh, tried this perineum sunning that I've been hearing so much about. And my suggestion is don't do it as long as I did. He wrote, "My pucker hole is crazy burned." <laughs> And I was going to spend the day shopping with my family. Instead, I'm icing and using uh, aloe and burn creams because of the severity of the pain. I'm says. bummed that this is a uh, that this comes from a tweet yeah. because or an Instagram yeah. message because I would love to have the audio of that and put it to Thanos. Uh, oh, it'd be amazing. <laughs> That's a great idea. 
Yeah. Oh, it talking was to inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, when he does his little monologuing there, when he's in the cabin or or yes, uh, whatever. Right, exactly. Brilliant idea. Uh, he says, "I don't know who the f thought this stupid f or this stupid shit up, but f you nonetheless." Seriously, he says. Uh, the fifty-year-old finished his tirade with several hashtags, including uh, "a hole care," "black hole Friday," and "Santa Monica fired." I'm sorry, fa- Santa Monica fired the police. <laughs> Santa Monica fire department. I wanted to put police yeah. in there for some reason. I like I like uh, hashtag Black Hole Friday, but it really should be Black Hole Sunburn. That's yeah. what it should be. Yeah. That should be the hashtag. Yep, Black Hole Sunburn. Hey, how about uh, let's see who Medical Physical Megan is. We're gonna look her up real quick. Oh, I've please, yes. Never heard of she's, this person. I'm sure she's an influencer. Oh yeah, big time. Oh, here she is. Her her Instagram is uh, huge. She has, oh, not that huge, 24,000 followers, not that big. She has an onk and a raw symbol in her Insta name. Her Insta name, Uh uh-huh. I need, you know what, I need to do that. I need to do some, uh, some adding some emojis to uh, the Coverville Twitter name. Oh, here she is. look at that, there's there's a photo of her sunburning her bum. Yeah, where she's holding her feet. Go down a little further. That's the one you need to see with the, Oh, geez. that's That's the supposed thing you're supposed to do. Is that really? Yeah. Okay. Right into the uh. sun. So you get your, as they put it, their your yoni and your and your whatever else you got, whatever names you got for down there. You're supposed to give did, that sun and get the vitamin D pumping. I guess. Uh, a little uh, sun show. Did did uh, JJ Abrams add that lens flare to that uh, Insta? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a red red ring of death. Is what that is. Yeah. Which is appropriate, I suppose. All right, um, metaphysical Megan. Um, she also has oh, a whole. She's got a lot of these. She's got a lot of these uh, photos where she's you know naked out on the rocks, but yeah. she does that Las Vegas stripper card thing where they put little stars over uh, the the privates. Oh yeah, those little, are the best. Glowing Photoshop stars over everything. Yeah, and if you guys don't know what we're talking about, when well, next time you go to Vegas, listen for this. Yeah. If you hear exactly. that sound, you'll know what you know. They're around you. They're ready to give you what you want. Yeah. Late March, people. Late March. Well, well done, perineum burn. Thanos, may you forever reign as Lord of the Galaxy. All right. Yes. The rest uh, of the stories no, are safe for tomorrow. No sitting for old men for a little while. No. <laughs> <laughs> I rewatched that movie recently. Did you? It's so it good. Ah, uh, oh, it's so good. Anton Sugar. It might be. I mean, I have. Oh, here, it co- here it comes. <laughs> It might be my favorite. Well, this is just a subcategory, but it really might be. And this is hard to say because I love everything the Coen brothers make. And I love sure. Fargo so much. Oh, my gosh. Fargo and I. But this yeah, is right up there. You're not about to say this is your favorite Coen brothers movie, are you? I, I might say that. It's wow, really. It's so really? good. Yeah. I love it. It's huh. really good. If I had to pick Coen brothers movies, there's three that are kind of like jammed up at the top. And for me, it's Fargo, No Country for Old Men, mm-hmm. and Miller's Crossing. Those are probably my big three. Wow. For me, uh, Big Lebowski, Raising Arizona. Those are all up there, too. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, unless and, and the Fargo, co- I think. Raising Arizona, Big Lebowski, Fargo. Like, uh, all wrestling, naked jello wrestling for that top spot together. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in the, it's hard. That's a thing I don't want to ever do, is to have to rank their movies. Right. Let, right. let them all be what they are. Watch them all anytime you feel like it. Life is good in Cohen. Oh, Town. see, and I'd put I'd put the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. You know, uh, uh, 
right up there with it because that was so good. Wouldn't put the Lady Killers. Oh, Hudsucker Proxy I'd put up there really high. Oh, yeah. Brother Where Art Thou I'd put up. Yeah, I'd put them all up there. They mm-hmm. all belong in the top tier. They're all good. Yeah. Like, I don't uh, know that they're... A burn uh, After no. Reading I never saw, so I can't even speak to it. The one with uh, uh, Clooney... When you're, he's it's a burn after reading. No, or, uh, the the one where he's with the he's with what's her name, uh, the pretty lady who's Michael Douglas's wife. What's oh, uh, okay, Clooney and uh, um, I can't get the blood. No, not Blood Simple. What's it called? Blood Simple's amazing. True Grit's Blood's amazing. Simple. Oh, they're all good. Yeah. Oh, Intolerable Cruelty. Right. Intolerable right, right. Cruelty. That is a that movie is too. It's too far into the rom com zone. And not enough in the Cohen zone, even though there is a lot of Cohen zone. So but, I want to know what the Cohen Brothers connection is to Spies Like Us, because when you come up with your list of Cohen Brothers movies, you get Spies Like Us, which was a Landis film, mm-hmm. unless they were somehow like producers or something. They could have. They could have. Maybe Joel Cohen wrote it or something. He wrote. Could he did a be, lot of yeah. other scripts and stuff. It's possible. Maybe. I just yeah. love those guys. They need to come back. Hail Caesar has is fine. That's yeah, not my favorite, okay. but it's yeah. fine. Even their worst movie. Oh, you know what I really liked was uh, that Lewin Davis one. Uh, 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 oh, po- Inside Lewin Davis. Yeah. With- that's that's actually one I haven't seen yet. Oh, you would love that movie. I'm sure I would because it's like, uh, oh, okay. He plays drive-in security. Uh, Joel Cohen does. So it, that's why it's counted as oh. a uh, uh, a Joel Cohen. And Sam, Sam Raimi and Joel Cohen play drive-in security. That's crazy. I yeah, did not so, know that. that. And Martin Brest. <laughs> to, to that movie, that mo- all that movie is to me, all I remember from it is, is Dan Aykroyd's yeah, Dan Aykroyd's cute wife uh, in the getting the sun when she was well, speaking of getting sun, standing out of the tent and dropping her Russian clothes and being half naked in the sun. That's all I remember. Mm-hmm. Yep. No other memory of that thing. Well, you know, that's uh, I I will say that that's a great memory from that that movie that and the. Uh, <laughs> The uh, Paul McCartney song. Catherine Zeta-Jones, by the way, is who we're trying yes. to think. So thank you, Jeannie. The pretty lady married to Michael Douglas. The pretty lady married to Michael Douglas. <laughs> That's the most sexist thing without thinking. I just couldn't <laughs> think of her name. I couldn't think the of her name. The pretty Welsh lady. Yes. Married, uh, She's very Welsh. Chicago, the Chicago, the star of the film Chicago. Yes. And, and Entrapment, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yes. She was good in Zorro. I liked her in Zorro. I guess he's, you don't get rid of HPV, right? Once you've got HPV, you're stuck with it? Uh, No, I think... Can, well, the virus, you mean? Treated? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Because he, he had that, which he claimed. Ah, eh, we won't talk about how he claimed he got it. Well, he, yeah, we don't, yeah. But he, but I, <laughs> but I, but I'm, I think it's just, it, it's, the, the virus can cause cancer and it's the cancer that it's in remission. I don't know if the virus stays or not. Okay. It comes I and goes, like says the chat. Like herpes, where you've got herpes, uh, but yeah. the, the symptoms only surface you know, every once in a while. You'd like Inside Lewin Davis. From what I hear. You'd like Inside Lewin Davis mainly because, well, not mainly, but the, the lead character is uh, Poe Dameron, uh, freaking, can't think of his name. Oh, yeah, right. He's very, uh, very good in it. It's very see good. see that's streaming. You'd, Inside. I think that's where I saw it, is on Netflix or Amazon or something recently, and yeah. it's very good. And it's music. You'd love all the music. It's all very good. I'm sure it would. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, Prime Video. Okay, putting it on the list. Yeah, you Maybe should watch that. It might be my recommendable. Oscar Isaac, by the way. Might yeah. be my, oh, and Carrie Mulligan, I love her. And yeah. John Goodman, I yeah. love him. Yeah. And Justin Timberlake, I love him. And yeah. Adam Driver, I love him. Yeah, Timberlake's very good. And F. Murray Abraham. Oh, I forgot Adam Driver was in it. And F. Murray Abraham. <laughs> 
<laughs> Guy's got the best name in Hollywood. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Tom's Tech Time. We'll have recommendals with Nicole. All that fun stuff coming right up. Before that, though, a break, a song. Brian has it. What is it? I have all that stuff for you. Uh, so I won't tell you the name of this band. I'll just tell you that uh, if you go searching for them, their name is Holy F. Yes, but you'll spell out the, the F word. Mm. They have a brand new album that is coming out January 17th called Deleter. Uh, these guys have a bunch of albums. I found that out when I was uh, researching their music this morning and really, really dig it. Their brand new single is called Free Gloss. Um, and uh, frontman Nicholas Albrook uh, is uh, singing on that one. They tour with Hot Chip. So that kind of gives you an idea of the style of music that they are. Really good indie stuff. Um, I'm loving what I'm hearing, but I certainly can't uh, say their name to, to a mixed company. <laughs> the band is called Holy F. The new song is free gloss.
Hey, you guys. This episode sponsored by Blue Chew. Remember the days when you were ready to go? Remember that? Well, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than at a pharmacy. And best of all, there's no more awkwardness. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. Just pay $5 shipping. Drive for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the show. I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% swag money. Fiddle dee dee. That will require a tetanus shot. The morning stream. All right, we're back, everybody. We're back to the program. We're back. Uh, that that thing reminded me of something that uh, that that clip you played reminded me of something that uh, uh, a friend of mine, Chris Brown, not the Rihanna, uh, not the pal to Rihanna, but uh, friend Chris Brown said that his mom did one of those twenty three and Me tests, and the results came back that she's eighty percent eighty percent Italian, twenty percent butter. Really? Wow. <laughs> That's about that's another five percent into the Italian range because they do a lot like of a salad dressing. <laughs> yeah, it does sound like salad dressing. That voice is right. Or, Who's that? I'm sorry, Irish. Yeah, oh, yeah. Irish. Oh, yeah. Okay. With here's the this. computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. <laughs> I did a pirate instead of an Irish guy. <laughs> <laughs> do that sometimes. Irish pirates. Irish pirates. They're the best in the, the best. MLB. Uh, hey, they're the best pirates. <laughs> look, look who we got here on the phone. It's Mr. Tom Merritt, Mr. Tech Man himself who is uh, dapper and ready to do a whole day's worth of tech analysis. So excited. That's what I do. Yeah, that's what you do. It's good to have you on. Uh, hey, real quick, uh, you were talking, so I'm in the middle of trying to figure out some production stuff on the Mac side of things I do, and yeah, uh, yeah. Tom recently uh, upgraded to that new MacBook Pro 16, and you said something about the speakers that I keep hearing from everybody else. So Are they as good as everyone says they're, they are? Cause it, like, they're better. That blows my mind. The one thing about the the keyboard is nice. The keyboard is a for those of us, which is the majority, who disliked the previous keyboard, the butterfly keyboard. uh, This keyboard is great, Mm. Uh, but it's not better than other keyboards. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not a revelation. I actually still kind of yeah, yeah. yeah, I I still kind of prefer the old metal keyboard from the like late 2000s MacBooks, Mm. but it's good. Uh, you know, and and otherwise, you know, the screen is really nice and all of that stuff. But the speakers continue 
to impress me. And I've had this thing for a couple of weeks now. Mm. I was just watching the uh, James Bond trailer mm. uh, while I was working mm -hmm. on Daily Tech Headlines. Yeah. And, as you know, it starts with that boom, mm. which usually on a laptop is kind of a boom. Mm -hmm. But on this, it was like it was like it was surrounding. Me. Uh, yeah. So. So, yeah, I, I, I will get uh, a little bit excited about the, those speakers. They're, they're great. Yeah, I love hearing that. The iPad Pro speakers are also really good for a tablet, um, and I like that they're they lean yep. into that better audio stuff. So it's good to hear that. Well, Still, the iPhone speakers are pretty good for a phone. Yeah, they're, they're not they, bad. They do have a good uh, audio. I've been audio. impressed with the iPad Pro speakers. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. and they have that red light on that suitcase, Brian. You ever seen that red light on what? this? I just, <laughs> I just said. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you just said? I just said the is iPad Pro has really good speakers. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, there's an on air light. What else is good are the speakers on the iPad Pro. I heard you talking about the iPhone. I thought you were still talking about the iPhone. Uh, gotta, I, I deserve that. IPhone. Yeah, it's all good. Okay. Don't worry. I we do this. That. Now we have a thing we can do every time we this comes up. And yes, I, I, I do it. it. You do it. We all do it. Anyway, <laughs> hey, uh, Thomas, good to have you here. What is, uh, speaking of tech, happening today? What's happening? Well, uh, the big news of the day is 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 something that that actually came out when we were doing daily tech news show yesterday afternoon uh so we'll probably still be talking about it today larry page and sergey brin stepping away from well i would i would say stepping away from their day-to-day -day duties as ceo and president of alphabet uh but they really from all accounts weren't doing much <laughs> so mm. larry page has been sort of absent other than being on the earnings calls by all accounts, so it's it's a little bit like they're acknowledging that they no longer want to run Alphabet. Uh, and what's happening is Google's CEO Sundar Pichai is taking over as CEO of Alphabet as well. So he'll still be CEO of Google, uh, but he'll also be CEO of the broader company Alphabet. Uh, and I'm sure there are folks out there that are still unclear about the difference between Alphabet and Google. Alphabet is now the parent company of Google and also the other bets. So the other bets is what the the sort of the the investors call the other companies in Alphabet that are not part of Google. So mm. Waymo is probably the one you've heard the most about. That's the autonomous car company. Mm -hmm. uh, Loon is one that actually provides internet from balloons, and it it is operating. It has contracts in multiple areas of the world. Uh, Wing Aviation is the drone service that's doing commercial air delivery in Canberra and Helsinki. Uh, Makani Power is a renewable energy company that is partnering with Royal Dutch Shell. Verily, you might have heard of. That's a, a machine learning and wearable device healthcare company partnering with a lot of pharma companies. Sidewalk Labs is a smart city company that has a deal going on in Toronto right now. Uh, and DeepMind is probably the one you've heard the most about. That's the AI company uh, founded in London in 2012. There's also Access, which is what you used to call Google Fiber. Calico, which is a research and development of, of healthcare, the, that's that's the one that made some some headlines a few years ago because they're trying to stop the effects of aging. Mm. Uh, and then there's the the venture capital and uh, private equity funds are also separate companies. But they're so so I, I don't think these get a lot of attention because they're not huge businesses yet. Right. Uh, but they are all mostly viable businesses now. They're they're not quite making money as as startups don't, but they they all have commercial content. Contracts. They're all doing things rather than just being in the experimental phase. Uh, so there's a lot of discussion about, well, wait a minute, what does this mean? Are they going to reconsolidate everything under Sundar Pichai with Google? Are, is, is, is Sundar going to stop being CEO of Google at some point? Uh, and, and nobody really knows for sure. But mm. what it sounds like to me after reading 24 hours of news about this is 
they needed someone to mind the store. Uh, the, there was nobody to talk to these other companies on, on, this, on the alphabet level. And Sundar's been really good at cleaning up some of the problems that Larry and Sergey left at Google. Not all of them, but a lot of them. It, he's really kind of cleaned up a lot of the beta projects. Uh, he's he's kind of streamlined the the hardware and got Google you know running in in a good direction. And it sounds like they kind of want him to help these other companies with problems as well. Is YouTube not a separate thing? Is that still a no? Okay, YouTube is a wholly owned Google company. Okay. So and that that is confusing, right? Because YouTube has a CEO, Susan Wojcicki, but yeah. it it is under Google. Okay. So anytime you see in the Alphabet earnings reports, it'll be Google and other bets. All of the YouTube earnings are reported under Google. It's fully owned by by Google. It's one of the it's one of those weird corporate structure things. But mm. yeah, it is it is not a separate company. And I assume that's the same or similar with what they do for Android or with Android. Their hardware. Well, yeah. Uh, another another example of that is Nest. Nest used oh, Nest, to be right. an Alphabet company, right? But they folded it back into Google, mm. and it is now a wholly owned Google company. And and Sundar Pichai has kind of made Nest the hardware brand of Google's home devices. So now uh, the the Google Home is now the Nest Home, for mm. instance. Now, who's the CEO of FeedBurner? Hmm. <laughs> there's no CEO of FeedBurner. I imagine there's an engineer. Yeah, there's one guy. <laughs> right. Oh, I hope that guy doesn't leave anytime soon. <laughs> bottom of our hearts yeah, for we, all their hard work. Yes, don't please, go anywhere, dude. Stick around uh, single engineer of FeedBurner. <laughs> yes. I mean, the, the ugh, yeah. Like, what I would hope is if, sorry, a little tangent here, but if FeedBurner ever did go away, which sometimes happens at Google, um, it would be nice if FeedBurner had a way to sort of give you your feeds in a way that you can now take them and either port them somewhere else or, you know, manually do what you have to do. Maybe they already do that. I don't know, but uh, I'm always, every year I'm like, is this the year that FeedBurner says goodbye? Is this the year? Is this the one? Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I, I'm extremely grateful for, for the fact that FeedBurner has not gone away. Uh, I think Google has probably just sort of noticed that it still has high usage and doesn't want the bad press around uh, deprecating it, but also doesn't want to spend a lot of money on it, which is odd to me with, with everybody getting into podcasting and, you know, Spotify beefing up podcasting and even Google creating its own podcasting directory. Uh, I feel like there's an opportunity there mm -hmm. for them to leverage something out of FeedBurner. So, so my guess is either we'll see a FeedBurner replacement put out at some point with a migration path or you see FeedBurner spun out and either sold or turned into an open source project like like uh, what happened with Google Reader where they they sunset it but they they sort of gave people time to create replacement uh, replacement products Ugh. with it uh, I I don't expect that to happen anytime soon though but that that would be the eventual fate of it one way or another yeah. I would think yeah that's pretty interesting so how about um, uh, where does I know it's all new and we're still sort of making sense of it, but uh, Stadia is what? A separate company in the no, thing or Google? Stadia is just a, a part of Google. Okay. It's not it's not even it's not even to the YouTube level. It's just it's just a product. Okay. Like like search. Okay. Hmm. It's been a been a weird couple of weeks for that. Still need some time yeah. to figure itself yeah. out. But whew. Yeah. Uh well all right. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I I I'm like, what do I have to say about Stadia that I haven't already said? Like yeah. it's just you just gotta have to wait till next year, yeah. honestly. I agree, to, I agree. See what it really is. Yeah, what you're all doing is participating in a paid beta. They just didn't you call really it are. that. Yeah. I hate to say it, but they just didn't call it that. They should have called it that, but they didn't, and it's fine. It's just know that that's what you're doing. 
and maybe this all works out in the end and by then Microsoft will have xCloud ready to roll and we'll all have a better clearer vision of what we want to choose or how we'll choose or what the services will bring us and Time will tell on that. Uh, well, all right. I love this stuff at the high level of uh, the industry stuff, so I'm excited to talk about that today and so much more on the Daily Tech News Show at 2.30 Mountain Time with me and Tom and Sarah and Roger. Uh, it's going to be great. Tom, anything else you want to talk about before we go? I, I would like uh, to reserve uh, my time uh, today and yield the remainder of my promotional <laughs> statements to Justin Robert Young. <laughs> Uh, and Do you think there's raised, anybody who hasn't heard about this yet? Podcast. If I bet there is, uh, raise your hand in the chat room if you're like, yeah, I've heard about it, but I still don't get it. Uh, raise the Dead Podcast is is essentially a hardcore history meets politics, politics, politics. Yeah. Uh, I know Justin doesn't really like the hardcore history comparison because Dan Carlin's so good at what he does, but right. I mean, Justin's pretty darn good at what he does here as well. Uh, it's, it's taking the 1960 election of Kennedy and Nixon and examining it to show the parallels to the 2016 election and why Kennedy is the Trump in that scenario mm -hmm. and Nixon is the Hillary Clinton uh, and if that seems counterintuitive, you gotta listen. You just yeah. gotta. It, it is. It's. I hate making jokes about it because it is so good, and it is well deserving of all of the the um, the accolades of us talking about it and, and constantly pimping it. It is really, really good. Yeah, so. it's very good uh, to the point that I was like, oh, okay. The I was yeah. my expectations were 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 broken by it. It's it's really yeah. good. So no, he he leveled up uh with this. So so if you haven't already checked it out, raise the deadpodcast.com. Yep. Do it now. Tom, I'll see you at 2:30. Uh well, everyone will, but I'll see you at 2 cuz that's when we start things early. <laughs> Thanks everybody. See you Tom. I don't know why I said everybody. It's like I was leaving. Thanks everybody, Tom. Yeah, we're not leaving. <laughs> we're still here. Oh, there's Brian's video everybody. He didn't disappear. Oh hi. Oh hi. Uh Nicole time is now. Now is now. Yeah. Now is that time. Now is the winter of our Nicole discontent. Our, our spag tent. <laughs> <laughs> now is the winter of our spag content. There. I got yes, it. That's, that's it. Perfect. So, something well like done. that. All right. Here Nailed it is. It. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the program. One Nicole Spagnola, who we missed last week. Good to have you back. How are you, Nicole? I don't feel so sweet. Oh, <laughs> you got the bug. You I got the winter bug. I got it. Oh, oh, I was just sleeping. I was like, oh no, I gotta get on morning street. Oh man. <laughs> well, now we feel bad. What if this thing gets extended by twenty minutes because your cold right. will last twenty oh, minutes I'm longer totally... because of us? No, no. I'm gonna it's... talk about mine for a good solid fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel like crap. I'm so Aww. sorry. The, it's the time of year. You got <laughs> you know kids. What? They bring it home. It's the worst. Oh. It's the worst. Yeah. I got it on Thanksgiving. That's yeah. when it hit me. Yeah. And I cooked all day and then I went right to bed. Yeah. And then it just progressively didn't leave. It yeah, just Mark like... couldn't step in as the turkey whisperer and give you, give you a little bit of a break. <laughs> the bird whisperer. Yeah, the bird whisperer. Oh, sorry, you made me cough. It's all right. Yeah. It's, your blame yeah. it's Brian's yeah. fault. Don't blame. Don't blame the virus. Blame me. Sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I uh, that bums me out because I know how much you love Thanksgiving and you love uh, cooking all that food and making amazing yeah. stuff for everybody. And it must have been hard if you weren't feeling. Well. I love this time of season, and when I'm sick like this, I'm just like bot humbug. Mm. Ugh, get out of my. Yeah, I just want to go to bed. 
Well, <laughs> bed means streaming stuff, so maybe you have something cool to share with us today. Uh, yeah, well, I, other I than your virus. Hopefully, uh, it will cheer you up. Well, good. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, it'll cheer you up as well. Let's dive in. Uh, normally, how we do recommendals is Brian starts with a clip and uh, talks about the thing he saw on a streaming service that he recommends today. So let's do that, Brian. What is it? Well, it's not The Irishman. Okay. Although I, I watched The Irishman on Sunday night. I really enjoyed it, but I'm not going to use it as my recommendal. However, it's absolutely recommendal worthy. And and uh, just in case either of you picked it, I'll, I'll uh, defer from saying anything else, but uh, worth saying. Right. However, yeah. I'm going to talk about something that, uh, or I'm gonna, my, my clip is from something that uh, just came out this year. It's a nine episode series. Ooh. And you'll recognize mm. some voices in here for sure. Okay, I'll check it out right now with this clip. It's our daughter. She, she's been cussing us out because she's grounded from using a helicopter. And... She's got herself this boyfriend that is nothing but trouble. Yep. He's sending her down a bad path. I hate hearing that. You know, Kelvin here specializes in youth ministry. Is that a fact? Yes, sir. I like to connect with the youths. You know, oh, get on their level with, with sports, activities, we go laser tagging. Mr. Kelvin, is there any way you could sit down with our dog? Oh, well, if he won't do it now, me and my wife Tiffany, we'd be more than happy to lend a hand. She's got all kinds of counseling this. skills. Well, actually, okay. Daddy, I can do it. I mean, I deal with jerk kids in my house every single day. <laughs> okay, ha-ha, I can do it, Daddy. I'll sit down with her, bad girl to bad girl. No, Kelvin's got this. It would be an honor to deliver your daughter to Christ. Righteous gemstones. It's Absolutely. A, it's yeah. the Kristen Dunst uh, series on Showtime. Um, it is not. What? <laughs> it is not. It has a red it light on. It's a, a red uh, on-air light on top. <laughs> it's uh, the Righteous Gemstones, just like Scott just said. Oh. Yeah, this is the John Goodman uh, series on HBO. Yeah. Oh. Um, I'm thinking of something John else Goodman. It's really, I should say it's the Danny McBride um show because he wrote it and directs it and stars in it as one of the three sons of of john goodman actually one of the two one of the three sibling ch children of uh john goodman danny mcbride uh adam divine and edie patterson who is for me now the breakout star of 2019 with this mm. and uh she played fran in um knives out Oh, um, she's oh, great. Oh, I got to see Knives Out. Yeah. With the spider crawling on her face. That's um, great. She's she great is, in that. So good. She's great in that, but she is even better in this. Like, this is breakthrough role of uh, of Edie Patterson. We're going to be seeing a lot of her in comedy, I think, from uh, going forward. Uh, this has uh, Dermot McRolney in it. Even. Nice. Oh, in a, hey. In a very oh. prominent face. But, and the other voices you were hearing in that, you're hearing... Um, John uh, not, I heard this uh, guy. Sound to me, you've been reading a lot of newspapers printed in yes. Washington D.C. Walton Goggins, Walton who Goggins. plays yeah. uh, Baby Billy, who is the uh, <laughs> the nephew, <laughs> or not nephew, the brother-in-law of John Goodman's character. Yeah. Uh, Marla Maples, you've been heard in that clip. Marla right Maples Trump. Marla Maples freaking Trump in wow. that clip uh, that you just heard. Toby Huss. Yeah. Anyway, this it's a nine-episode series HBO. It is a quick watch because the first and last episodes are almost an hour, but everything else is half an hour. Uh, it's about basically it's arrested development with more money and religion because it's, <laughs> it's a, it's a bunch of family members who kind of hate each other <laughs> and are kind of all fighting for the love of their father. Um, but they're all broken in so, so many ways. And uh, uh, it is excellent. It is hilarious. 
And I'm going to give you the heads up right now. Uh, don't watch this with the kids. Mm-hmm. There, there's a fair amount of, there's certainly a lot of swearing in it, but there's a fair amount of nudity in it. And there's a lot of man ween in oh. it, more than you would expect there to be. Uh, t- tell me it's not McBride's wiener. We're not getting that, are we? Or t- you don't John get Goodman. McBride's wiener, but you do get uh, Crowder's bum. Oh, Crowder bum. Crowder bum. Do you get Crowder? Okay, get Crowder bum. Do you get John Goodman bum or wiener? No? You get no nudity uh, from John Goodman. Okay. So a lot of chat good. says dudity. We're getting that's, some dudity. That, that's, <laughs> that, is, that is good. We are blue. We live Would a blessed you? life. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> but it is, uh, it's, it is great. It is absolutely, um, it kind of got overshadowed because Watchmen, I think came out this, you know, started the same weekend as, uh, this, uh, both, I think are Sunday night or were Sunday night shows. Well, you got um, the dark materials too. Right. Her dark, yeah, her dark I, I think this are... beat all those to air, but I think they, well, so Justin, speaking of Justin, um, mm-hmm. wouldn't leave me alone when this was happening episode to episode. He was constantly texting me saying, about this uh, is the, yeah, going, this is the best show on TV, best show on TV. Why aren't you watching the show? I'm like, I will, yeah. I'll get to it. I just haven't gotten to it. Oh, it's the best show. It's the best show. He wouldn't shut up about it. And he still, as far as I know, still thinks it's the greatest thing HBO ever did. So I don't it, know. It is hilarious, and it it uh, it's got that. It makes you feel uncomfortable right from the get go. There's like maybe basically one character in this thing that you kind of are the uh, that's kind of the audience connection, like the normal character that kind of watches this almost from the outside, but they're very much on the inside. Mm. And um, it's somebody you know very well, Nicole from uh, uh, Booksmart. Um, oh, it's the guy who plays um, oh the rich guy that basically. Skylar Gizondo, right? Oh, tries I to buy everybody's him. attention. Skylar uh, Gizondo or Gizondo, uh, he was in Vacation, the new, the new version of Vacation and Santa Clarita Diet. There was a new version of Vacation. Yeah, with yeah, uh, you know, with uh, what's his I name from the, from the office? What's his name? Yeah, Andy oh, Bernard. Andy Bernard was the uh, yeah grown totally up blocked, rusty Griswold. Yeah, I totally blocked that one out. They, so they swim in like a sewer <laughs> pond or something dumb. That's yes. all I know about it. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Booksmart, thank you so much for recommending it that week. Oh, last absolutely. Week. I'm glad. I'm glad oh. I could do it in your absentia because mm. we would have been <laughs> fighting over who got to uh, who got to recommend to Booksmart. And, still, and I'll, still, yeah, we're still. Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll clarify. It's not my top uh, movie coming, coming of age movie. It's oh. one of them now. Like mm. it okay. got up there to breakfast club for me wow like it's so good that was the one i said last week would be hard to top for me so it's interesting that yeah it got yeah that yeah, close. yeah. I, I don't i mean i don't know if i have a number one breakfast club if i really had to think about it breakfast club might be it but yeah it, it's so good i loved it and i smiled the whole way through it so breakfast club has this great. one magical ability that is weird all generations relate to it like mm-hmm. i've i've yet to show it to somebody like Nick watches it and says, "Oh man, this this talks, this speaks to me." My daughters watch it. Oh, it speaks to me. They all watched it in high school, and they all think it's about. I, mean, I don't mean that they think it was just made, but they all feel like it speaks to them, right? No matter what generation you come from, and that's a rare thing, man. That's a hard thing to pull off. So, I don't know if it'll, anything will ever top it. But you guys do have me very curious about Booksmart. I, I think you're. Sure. I think if you watched it with your kids, they probably enjoy it. I, mean, I think some- I should clarify. Jeannie says it didn't to me. I would say anybody f- who grew up in the 80s and then forward. So from the release of the film and forward, I think you're covered. I think if you go back further, I don't know. Like my parents don't really relate to it. 
Um, mm-hmm. My uncles probably would look, watch it and go, that's dumb. And I honestly think book smart though is for this generation. Mm. I, I, I mean, there's so many. When you say this, you mean like the Gen Z's, the, the teens I mean, of today? Millennial, I guess if you want to, I mean, it, it touches on a number of, just pressures that I don't think the eighties kids, you know, the nineties kids had to deal with. Mm-hmm. And I think book smart, but book smart kind of touches on it in a funny way in a, in a, in a serious way. In a, I don't know. It was just really kind of neat to see it recognized in a movie that way. And it was also awesome to see female lead characters in one of those kind of coming of age movies that was yeah. enjoyable to watch. I love that girl who's in, uh unforget or unbelievable what's her yes, name again she's great and it, talk about two different roles for her from book smart yeah. to unbelievable yeah to go to do a more comedic thing she's just perfect for that kind of stuff she has a certain vulnerability to her that just makes her really compelling to watch she's awesome yeah. uh all right well there you go so double recommendation there gemstones yeah. and a reminder how, how good book smart is everybody yes yep. on hulu 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 all right, here's my clip. Of course, on HBO. Oh, yes. Of course. Uh, here is my clip. It is uh, a short one, and it is another documentary because Scott loves those. So here it is. Look where we've come from. Yeah, look where we've come from. F***ing nowhere. <laughs> We're up against this very, very difficult terrain. 45-degree slopes. Unstable rock. So many miles to make. We have to constantly be on the move. Oh. It's hard to tell people how hard it is. There's not a trail at all. You're climbing up and down thousands and thousands of vertical feet, and you have got to store food ahead of you. All right. Any guesses? That that documentary about the free climbing. Nope. That was my one. That I was did that, that last week. Last week. Yeah, uh, that was, that last, was week. last week. But you're on. You're on the tra- You're on the right trail because this is also yeah. on Disney Plus, and it's also one of those uh, National Geographic documentaries. Very similar. It seems like it's very similar. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. No guesses. What is it? All right. I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell I don't you. know. What? Nicole's ready. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Let's get this over. Yeah, let's get back to sleep. Go back to bed. <laughs> um, it is a movie called Into the Grand Canyon, and it's. Uh, Similar in that it's, you know, here's another natural wonder and man's attempt to sort of conquer it. But it's a little bit different this time. It, it deals with these two reporters who've worked together for years and years. They do a lot of international reporting and they're pretty daring pair as it is. But they're also in a lot of ways kind of an odd couple. But somehow they're, they're these super good friends. They both live in Arizona and they uh, decide that they want to do the length of the Grand Canyon, which hardly anyone ever does. Like it's a super rare thing. And the reason it's rare is if you just do as the crow flies, it's not that long. But on the ground, it's months of travel. Like it's two and a half months of constant walking because of the way that the Grand Canyon is built. You can take a river trip through there and that's much easier. But if you're talking about hiking through the Grand Canyon, it's a monster. And not very many people do it. Uh, Many try, they don't succeed. It's kind of the Everest of of canyon hikes, uh, which I really didn't know any of that stuff. I just sort of know it as, oh, we drive up to the rim and look over it. Isn't that cool? All right, kids, we're on our way to Hoover Dam now. Like, you don't really think about it in that context. But uh, so they tried to do it. The first attempt, they failed miserably. Their feet fell apart. They had, like, you know, horrible sunburns and awful hydration problems, and they couldn't get the food in the right places. So the next time they planned it out better, got smarter people to help them, 
Um, they literally have to have somebody go way out ahead of their, their crew and plant food in various places before they get there because you're not going to eat if you don't. And the water's super scarce. They ran out of water a few times on this thing and had to like drink out of rain puddles that were barely there. Like all of this in sort of a modern context. And at the same time, they talk about preservation stuff and how like companies are trying to over tourist the place and put a big tram on it. And the Indian reservation there who owns part of the land won't let it happen. And they voted it down in this documentary. So there's a lot of that stuff if you're into it. Um, but anyway, I really liked it. I found it uh, really interesting. And if you are into, I don't know, documentaries about everything from survival to natural wonders to, you know, uh, you know, stuff like that. This is one of those and it's well-made. It's like free solo in that it's, it's uh you know, a, a well-made documentary by people who seem to know what they're doing. And uh, I liked it a lot. So definitely something you want to uh, check out. If you have Disney plus, it's super easy. It's like one of the first ones they have on there and they have, and these have impressed me so much so far, these two in a row, um, including the red light, uh, the red on, uh, on air light version of the one Brian recommended months ago. <laughs> Uh, I, uh, I like them so much. I think I'm just going to keep yeah. digging through those cause they're all, you like them really so good. much. You're going to start so free solo climbing uh, <laughs> I am. I am. this yeah. weekend. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to do El Capitan next week. I'll let you guys know how it goes. Sure. Anyway, it was very good. Um, and also about t- 10 or 15 people sent us, sent me, uh, texts or emails this week saying, did you hear that guy that you guys talked about? I know. Even Brian well, did. And Tina sent me, like, Tina started by sending me a text saying, the guy from Free Solo died. I'm like, oh, what? Alex Gunnell died? And then, and then, like, I went and did a search and then found just, and I texted Scott without doing any, any okay. research to any, any verification. And while Scott was replying back to me, nope, different guy. I was finding out, <laughs> nope, different guy. Because <laughs> Tina saw Free Solo Climber dies uh, on El Capitan. And it was lowercase free solo climber dies, not capital oh. free solo climber dies. That's like saying it's it would be tragic. like it's super it's tragic. It's awful. It is, and then and then and that We're movie not light of that. Oh, no, not at all. And that movie has the confusion. movie the movie gets into that. Like it talks a ton it about does. people who right. die constantly. A lot of his friends who died, but this guy who died last week was a, a different dude. But man, mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. I freaking couldn't do it. And also these can't Grand Canyon people, they're insane. They'd have to yeah. airlift me out yeah. of there. I couldn't do it. It was just crazy. They were coming up on the ledge. Some of the ledges they had to go through with a thousand feet of canyon below them. Unbelievable. Really mm. good. Anyway, mm. uh, worth watching. Nicole, it is now your turn. What do you have? Okay. Uh, yeah, it takes all types of people to do stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't right. do that either. Yep. But I'd rather watch a, a silly Christmas movie. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, good. I hope you've got a silly Christmas recommendal. Yeah. I have a silly Christmas recommendal. I'm going to for the second year in a row, I'm going to recommend and remind people on Hulu, Daddy, Daddy's Home 2 mm. is, is streaming, and it, we've watched it a number of times already this holiday season. Uh, I recommend it. It's a Christmas movie? It's a Christmas movie. It should say Daddy's Home for Christmas, not Daddy, oh, yeah, no Daddy's Home 2. Daddy's Home 2, or is it Daddy's Home also, or Daddy's oh. Home again? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, my wife, uh, Kim just watched this with Carter the other day while I was gone, and they liked I... it. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's a, it's a dumb question because I feel like I know the exact premise of the movie from the trailer, but mm-hmm. do you need to have watched Daddy's Home 1 to appreciate Daddy's Home 2? Absolutely not. I've never seen the first one. Oh, and I okay. love, you get the premise, 
easily yeah. from from i would thing. expect so yeah well the original <laughs> so the first movie as i understand it mark Wahlberg's wife leaves him for will ferrell for some reason i, I don't know <laughs> if that is i don't know if that is how it starts I, I really don't know i know that's what ends up like and it's linda carlini who i love yeah, yeah she great. she gets with will ferrell and uh yeah, and then they used to and and they have act- to sort out the whole stepdad and stuff. Right, right, and then so this one's the one with Mel Gibson and uh, uh, I can't think of his name. Um, um, the 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 preacher from yes, uh, Third Rock, third rock <laughs> from the yeah. Sun, Footloose preacher, uh, the dad, also known as John Lithgow. Dang it, dude. <laughs> Jeez. By the way, Daddy's Home One not streaming, so just jump right don't to Daddy's Home. Two. Don't you don't yeah. need to see yep. it. Watch. I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm just confirming. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, don't I tweeted, let that hold you back. <laughs> I tweeted about it because um, Mark and I were talking. He goes, because it's really because he was telling me he's watching Deep Space Nine right now, mm. and he likes that there's like a father son um, relationship in yeah. the series, mm-hmm. and the son is older, and he's like, you really don't see a lot of affection between father and son, like hugs and kisses on tv mm-hmm. and i said oh let's watch daddy's daddy home too yeah because <laughs> there's there's a whole scene of uh kissing father and son kissing it's awesome <laughs> yeah so it's so awesome because so Lith- awesome. lithgow and will ferrell are like the, the, the you know they're all it's they're a perfect super together. lovey dovey mm-hmm. yeah and mel gibson it's nice to see him once in a while either not in a some story about how big of a douche he is or, you know, some right. movie that's hard to watch. It's nice to see him just do something once in a while. As weird as it is, I'll 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 watch a Mel Gibson movie before I watch a Kevin Spacey movie right now. <laughs> yeah. As weird as that sounds. Yeah, no, it's, it's fine. It's fine. He's just a... Mel Gibson was an ass, made an ass of himself. Uh, Kevin, Kevin Spacey made an ass of all of us. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know what? That's about right. <laughs> I think that's it. I think that's it. Is that is that the way to think of it? <laughs> yeah. Because if you told me that we were like for film sack, if we ever watched that revenge movie he's in, what's that called? Uh oh, I can't remember uh, anything which, today. Which one? Um, oh, payback. 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 If we ever watch yeah, payback, yeah. I'm yeah. we're totally watching it. it. I love payback. For sure. Oh, yeah, it's or, so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Payback's amazing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, well that's uh so, there you go. So tell us more. Sorry, what, I so here, here's the recommendal. I just wanted to. Re- I don't like to recommend things I've already recommended. So I just wanted to remind you that it's a it's Daddy, a re-recommendal. It's a re-recommendal rent. Ugh, I can't even talk today. My a re-rental. So. Got it. Blame <laughs> it on the blame <laughs> it on the Nyquil. <laughs> I did take Nyquil last night for the first time. I, I can spell it on your breath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to only do a shot, though, Nicole. Oh not the whole bottle. Yeah. Maybe that's what's making me off. I don't know. I because I wasn't this off yesterday. Mm. So. All right, so I'm gonna put the link. In it. I'm not, I didn't. I couldn't I'm find scrolling. a clip. It's probably gonna spoil the movie, but whatever. Here. Okay. There you go. All right, so it's in there. Let me click it like a clicky man that I am. Like a clicky man. Oh, Kim, watch this. Okay, here I'm playing it. Here we go. Frozen 3. Yo! Snow cone! Oh! Yes, here's my hyperactive little reindeer. <laughs> my name is Noelle Kringle. Morning, princess. My partridge in a pear tree underwear needs washing. Oh, well, then my Christmas wish has been granted. Christmas runs in my family. My dad was Santa. 
And now it's my brother Nick's turn to wear the hat. Stocking full of coal if I've ever seen one. He saved a kitten from a tree. Some nice. Noel, will your brother be ready by Christmas? Of course. He's a Kringle. Look what you're doing. I don't want to do this. No. This is great. This is great. No. Let it happen. Ah! This is not going well. Okay, so my wife watched this and yeah. loved it. She loved it. It's, I've told Tina to wait and watch it with me because it looks yeah. like something she'd watch without me. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. It looked like a Hallmark movie to me when I first it saw it. But then I went, oh, wait. Uh, Dave, or, uh, it has Bill Hader. Bill Hader's it has, um, yeah. you heard, uh, Shirley MacLaine in she's there. My, she's my favorite character in the bits I saw. She looked great. Right. Um, yeah. Um, and then, of course, uh, Anna Kendrick as Noelle. So the movie is called Noelle. It's a Disney Plus exclusive. So if you have Disney Plus, you can watch it on Disney Plus. Um, I had no idea this was coming out and I, I was, you know, the kids and I were just kind of hanging out. I'm like, oh, let's put this on and see what it's about. And it's like the chat room. It's, it's, it's stupid. It's pretty dumb, but it's, it takes elements of some of my favorite movies like Elf. Mm-hmm. It's very Elf, by the way. Very Elf. Really? It's very oh, Elf. good. Because yeah. I love Elf. Because so the, the, the idea, the idea is it's like, you know, oh, some, a, a denizen of, of the North Pole who's normally a full-time Christmas person is now in okay. the real world and learning how to deal yeah. with real things. So she's and, a real, yeah. she's a real uh, elf she's, and not like a. Well, she's uh, not an. I mean, is Santa an elf? Santa's I mean, he's sure, a jolly Santa's old elf. The head he's elf. a jolly old, jolly old elf. Yeah. Santa so this Claus. is the Kringle family, yeah, and okay. you're following the Kringle family in the. Le- so there's elements of Arthur Christmas, the Santa Claus, and Elf kind of all wrapped up in this one hmm. called Noel. So I got like as I was watching it, I had. Oh, that makes me think of Arthur Christmas, or oh, that makes me think of Santa Claus. Uh, it was still cute. They go to Phoenix, which I used to live in, so I'm just like, oh god, what, Christmas in Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's funny to 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 see someone that you know is used. You're you're she's supposed to be used to the cold, so she goes to Phoenix for Christmas, and she's like, why is it so hot? <laughs> so, but um. Very it's cool. cute. It's very cute. I. It's a great family movie. Probably added to our Christmas uh, roundup. Um, Kim said, "If you well. like Elf, you'll really like this." Was her thing. Mm-hmm. So if you're one of those people that likes to see Elf every year, I love Elf. I like Elf as well. I think I that I, I would. And I the parts I saw up to Elf, but it's it's uh, it's getting there. The parts that I saw of this, I I liked. I didn't see the whole thing, just bits and pieces. Sadly, I didn't see much Bill Hader, but I was just popping in and out of the room when this was happening, but um, at the end of all of it, she said, oh, that was like Elf. I'd watch that again every year. So, Oh, Billy from the street. Um, Billy. Uh, Billy Eichner. Yeah. Oh, he's in it. I, I love, love Billy Eichner. <laughs> what does he, uh, he's in the credits here. What does he do? Uh, I don't want to ruin it for you. Oh, what no, is he doing? I'm not going okay. to tell you. No, I know what he does in life. I mean, like in this movie, I can't remember. I'm not going to tell you. Watch it. It's all right. funny. All right. I'll watch it. He pays people a dollar if they can name five Meryl <laughs> Street movies. <laughs> That's awesome. He, he has a pretty important role in the movie, so it's well, not just like he's on a Disney. He's on a Disney role. He was uh, he was Pumbaa or not Pumbaa? What's wait? What's the standing rat's name? And Timon, Timon, standing rat. I can't think of any oh, words. Oh my God. Please tell me that in this movie he runs up to Annie Kendrick and pays her a dollar if she can decorate a <laughs> cupcake to look like Jordan Peele. <laughs> I mean, uh, no. we can always hope. Unfortunately, Damn it. he doesn't. Yeah, Damn it. We can hope. Uh, anyway, and it's, then uh, also, yeah. um, who's the dad from uh, Family Ties? 
Oh, uh, Michael Gross. Michael Gross. <laughs> he's in it. What? I'm really? pretty sure that he's in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, Is he getting guns out of the basement. I was, yeah, I was gonna say, are we between Tremors movies filming? Or <laughs> he's the only, he's the only consistent Tremors actor at this point, isn't he? He's the only one. Nobody else is on that he's on like, those Tremors movies. He's like Stifler's him. dad. Yeah. And, oh, sure, I'll be in all of your American Pies. Sure, whatever. <laughs> Oh, that's that's right. dad. Uh, uh, Eugene uh, Levy. Eugene Levy, but he was, uh, it was the... Uh... Is there the kid? Silver, uh, saving Silverman's lab. Dad. Right, yeah. yeah. yeah we can't think of anyone's <laughs> name, so it's just movie right. mash here. I just <laughs> know some of the you know, B and C actors, I never remember their... Like, I'm always impressed when you guys remember names. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, when he played that guy from that movie, that's how I know well, him. Well, so. sometimes they click, though, and sometimes they don't. Like, Michael yeah. Gross came to me pretty quick, but, you know, if you tell me to to name somebody else it's a 75 percent chance i'm yeah. not going to be able to did get you guys it. talk about cameo i bet you we could find michael gross on cameo We're oh probably we haven't talked about cameo <laughs> so cameo is, yeah. is like what a service to hire actors to be a cameo yeah. in your movie it's not just actors no, not, it's not athletes. For your movie. okay yeah, it's for like, you right so, so like you can say i'd like to pay 15 dollars to have debbie gibson serenade you for your birthday and yeah. she will do it for 15 bucks she or whatever whatever her current current price is wait I think hers call, is like 100 bucks does she call you how do you do it no, no they do they just a, record it a video yeah, a, specifically for you but they upload it to the service and you can watch all of them and it's really uncomfortable to watch um so you could see oh you can see other ones that they've done and they get rated too so like if they did a bad job, I can give them a one star and yeah. say like, Sean asked to did a crappy job telling me happy birthday. Well, I wonder how much I could get Lisa Vanderpump to, uh, to oh send a message to uh, Tina. Cause she's, <laughs> she's one of the Seriously. real housewives. That'd be really like funny. You, I mean, it's crazy. You could just say 50, forget it. Dude. Vanderpump doesn't rule that much. No, dude. John McAfee's on here. That crazy dude that made McAfee software and then went nuts. You can do yeah. him. Yeah. Oh, he's on there. Yeah. Oh, you can There's some Lance, really Lance weird ones. There's a lot. For 199. Denise Richards. YouTubers. All right. What I would like to do. I'm gonna find uh, one of the do, golden. I'm gonna find Betty White for you, Scott. Okay. I actually want to do this for uh for somebody. If yeah. it's that, oh, but I want it to be super cheap and dumb. Get uh get Teen Wolf uh to send a message or not Teen Wolf Teen, Teen Witch. Witch Teen Witch to get some of them uh, do it for charity. So oh, that's cool. There's a lot of them that get on there and say, whatever I earn is going 100%. So like um, the guy, Dupas, he's a director. He's also an actor. I mm-hmm. can't remember his first name. Mark Dupas, is it? Yeah. Duplass. 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 Yeah. Duplass. 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 Flavor Flav is $250. Oh. Flavor Flav. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin McDonald from Kids in the Hall, 35 bucks. Yes. He's, yeah, but he's, he's raising money. I think he's raising money. Is he good? He's yeah. he is. A, oh my gosh! Wow. Have you looked at his? He. Uh, oh, yeah, same no, with uh, Larry Thomas, who plays the soup Nazi. He'll do it for sixty, and it's all for uh, the red thing, the the cancer. Yeah, thing. they have a whole red campaign, but then there's also um, ones that do individual, like a hundred percent will go to this organization. Anthony yeah. Michael um, Hall for two hundred bucks. Andy Dick for ninety nine. It's it gets weird when you start looking at like the rates. And see, like, I think I don't when you see these people at like Comic-Con and stuff, though, and they're, you know, it's it's mm-hmm. 60 bucks for a photo and a and a autograph yeah, and stuff like right. that. I don't think I don't you know what I think what's what's good about this is the money goes directly to them and not like 80 percent to an agent and yeah. or manager. Mm-hmm. And I, well, 
But I'm sure Cameo's taking a cut. Mm. I'm sure Cameo's taking a cut, but certainly not like a uh, like an agent. Uh, sure. Oh, yeah, Kevin McDonald's doing it for Red, which is mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, um, Kevin McDonald, like though, looks a lot different, very different than he did uh, on Kids in the Hall. Holy cow. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. Hey, Brian, I got good news for you. Yeah. Ruth Buzzy. Remember, <laughs> remember Ruth Buzzy? Uh, I do remember Ruth Buzzy. Can we get J.P. Morgan? Maybe. Is J.P. Morgan on this? Kevin Conroy's on here, Batman animated uh, voice guy. He's doing it for Red. Uh, What's funny is one of the people that came on uh, America's Next Top Podcaster during, um, uh, not Celebrity Interview Week, but coaching the Point Counterpoint, uh, Mark or Hal Lublin Mm. is on here. Mm. That's cool. Denise Richards, Benjamin Zerzo Six says Denise Richards will do it for part of a leftover bagel. <laughs> oh man, she's See, that's all right. When, when, you, when you start watching them, like you know, the the iPhone camera is not forgiving. No, <laughs> yeah, I know, no. I know. Is some of them are are not good. You know what though, Denise Richards? I'm looking at hers. She still looks fantastic. She's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. She looks uh, as Jennifer, good as ever. Yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt's on there too. Oh my gosh, Brett Favre wants 500. F off. Yeah. Oh yeah. F off, Brett. Oh, I have a I have a neighbor who'd probably pay that though. But you know <laughs> yeah. what? My wife went to high school with him. She should just get it. That's oh, well, then she should she should uh, text him and say, "Hey, Brett. Hey, Brett. Give us a favor." And he'll say, "Who are you?" Yeah. And that'll be the send, end of it. send a text that doesn't uh, show your ween in it. Oh my like, gosh! Show me the money. <laughs> Jonathan Goldsmith, the most interesting man in the world from those commercials. Yeah, he's on there. <laughs> Two fifty, not bad. Santa. They they put a Santa up there too. A pretty good looking Santa. Snoop Dogg wants oh, seven fifty. Wait, so there's a guy dressed up as Santa. How much is yeah. that fake Santa cost? Thirty five bucks, and oh, you can get a personalized right. message from Santa. Uh, Billy, you've been a very bad boy. I'm going to <laughs> poop on your plate of cookies and piss in your milk. Goodbye. Oh, great, <laughs> Melissa Gilbert is right next to Anthony Scaramucci. I don't want him to do anything. <laughs> this is crazy. I didn't think I was going to go down a rabbit hole here, but I it, am. I told I, you. I warned yeah. you. I'm sorry. Right. No, Nicole texted us this link yesterday, and I got back from trivia about 10 o'clock. And instead of sitting uh, on my iPad watching Watchmen like I should have been doing, I was scrolling through these because I could not. It's like fascinating. For, it is fascinating. Like, you go through page after page of youtube sensation and influencer and then you get to deep roy from the charlie and the chocolate factory or mike tv from mm. the original charlie yeah. and the, or willy wonk and the chocolate factory yeah they got yeah. gary Busey in here for 350 oh that would be crazy yeah could you imagine no thanks well, you, what's the cheapest no. real housewife that i can get? yeah can i list this by <laughs> can i list this by by price <laughs> yes you can go yeah. you can go lowest to highest oh. and you can sort it by actor YouTube star, athletes, um, oh, I'm not sure, uh, musicians. They have a lot of so YouTubers. So they categorize on there. them. Do they yeah, have a, a lot of is there a podcasters category? There, <laughs> are, there are podcasters in there. Yeah. Are yeah. You would probably be, if you did it, you would be under the YouTube category. Oh, they just put all those influencers in one bucket there. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Lasarge, thank you for making sure that that makes into a title. What's the cheapest real housewife I could get? <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Oh, you know what? These guys are pretty cheap. Brian, you can get Taze on Day for 65 bones. It's not bad. 65? That's still a ripoff. Yeah, he'll turn. He'll turn. The Breakfast Club. He'll turn. He'll turn from the mic to breathe. Breakfast Club. Oh, who? Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, he's on it. Oh, yeah. Other influencer types. Uh, How about uh, Ricky Berwick? Have you seen this guy? He's like, he's a self proclaimed, he's the self proclaimed, quote unquote, this is his words, 
funniest cripple on YouTube. Unquote. Oh, that's not me saying it. Okay, I'm just I know. I'm I know. Yeah, yeah, clearing yeah. that up for all the listeners so you don't send me your emails. That's what he says. Anyway, he does a bunch of TikTok and YouTube stuff, and you can get him for 30. I'll bet we could get on here, and we should do it for charity. We should totally do this. Uh, It'd be, uh, you know what? I'd totally be up for that. I'd love to see the kind of stuff that people uh, ask us to do, and I would do... Uh, well, I won't say anything, because somebody's going to make me drink thick and liquid, but... <laughs> There's a oh there's God. a real Housewives of Potomac. Oh, no oh way. There is? Yeah, I'm looking to see. So I can get uh, Karen Sierra, who's on the Real Housewives of Miami, for 15 bucks. Oh, you should do that. Yeah. You should totally Except do that. Except I don't think Tina watches the Real Housewives of Miami. I think she's Orange County, Beverly Hills, and uh, that might be it. Oh, they have, a whole, group, they have a whole group of, uh, of, of furries you can do. I don't know there these people, go. but like uh, Glitch, Pikes, Kiwi Fox, Mark Barks. Mark, Mark Barks. Mark Barks. That's amazing. Are you sure you know where Mark is at night? Does he doesn't disappear for a while. And <laughs> I'm just making sure it's not that no. he's not him. Okay. They have a whole hol- holiday category. Mm. Jesus Christ, Santa Claus. You can call how much, Jesus. How much, how much, Jesus. How much is, it, is it to get Jesus to, to wish your brother a happy... <laughs> 25 bucks. 25, 25 bucks. 25 bucks. You have chosen poorly. But, he's all, but this is also going to the Red Charity. That's cool. Which is yes. kind of nice. Oh, here I it want is. to wish you a happy my birthday to you. And hope you get all the presents <laughs> you want for my birthday. They got bloggers on here. It's crazy. All right. This is lots Rabbit of, Hole Central. Of, Holy crap. Sorry I, I took you down that rabbit it hole. Totally it totally is, though. Yeah. Pee Wee Herman. I'm blaming Pee Wee Herman because he reminded me of it because he's on it now. He just joined. Oh. Well, you can get, you can get Tootie and... Natalie, uh, for the combo, uh, for the low, low price of about 150 bucks. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, it's quite a deal, Brian. Quite a deal. <laughs> Tootie and Natalie. You know the guy. Okay. This is just a. Corey. All right. Oh, we should play. This is the game we should be playing. What are they charging? <laughs> yeah. Got, 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 give, me a, give me a little game show music really quickly. I've yeah. got some. All right. Hold on. Uh, let, me, yeah. let me pull something up here. Uh, oh, the only one I have handy is this. We'll just use it. Why not? Okay, whoops, that needs to go higher. Okay, here we go. All right, the hot new Frog Pants Show. How much are they? Brian Ibbett is the host. All right. How much will Corey Feldman charge you to make a cameo film for you? Well, Brian is the, and the audience is going, 100, 250, yes, right. <laughs> exactly. uh, I'm going to say Corey Feldman fetches a, a 178. Nicole, what do you say? 100 bucks. All right. Uh, Scott is closest without going over two hundred and two dollars to get. Uh, oh, you know, I saw him last night. He also couples up with the guy um, from the Lost Boys, the Frog Brothers. Oh. So the Frog Brothers, oh, I think, sure. is two fifty. Yeah, how do you do that with one of them's dead though? Right? No, 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 no. No, uh, the, no the Frog Brothers. From yeah, the, the Lost other, Boys, the other Frog Brother oh. wasn't uh, Corey Ham. Oh, I'm thinking uh, of the two. Okay, never mind. I thought. They... All right, all right. One more, one more for you. <laughs> okay. okay. Actor Peter Weller. How much for actor oh, Peter Weller? He played he played RoboCop. He was in uh, Naked Lunch. Uh, He's a good actor. Uh, Star Trek. Uh, Bonsai. Yeah, one of those new Star Trek movies. Forget which one. Fifty bucks. Opera per Murphy. I'm gonna give him a hundred bucks. Uh, one hundred and fifty. Yeah. Peter Weller. Yeah, I like Peter Weller. Son, who are you? Please drop your. Should I give you one more? All right, I got one more for you. All right. 
uh, sorry, Mr. Frodo, or uh, whatever, uh, Sean, Sean Astin. Oh, I know from this one. Stranger I... Things and Lord of the Rings. Oh, do you really? Because oh, I, I, I've actually toyed about doing I was like, maybe uh, 350 bucks is a lot of money. What would you make him say? Because I would make him go, potato. That's what I'd make him do. <laughs> I'd, or I'd say, I don't mean to, Mr. Frodo. do it, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what I would want. All right, well, well but done. It's 350, isn't it? It's how much? It's she says three fifty. Right? I'll say it's not three fifty. I'll say two two seventy five. Two ninety five. Oh wow. my gosh, Scott is really good. Do you work this for game. Cameo? Like, are you? Uh, <laughs> it's like you're you're the the pricing guy. I just like they this. have a whole ASMR. Uh, Do they really? Yes. <gasps> if you type in AMSR in the chat or in the search. There's a ton of ASMR. Oh, yeah, look at these. ASMR shortbread. Night shift ASMR. Rose ASMR. Oh, interesting. Uh, Tom Arnold for 100. Let's see one of their videos. Yeah. Are you ready? Let's hear it. Hold on. Yeah. Here's yeah, ASMR. Yeah. What? Oh, she's being really quiet. What are we doing? Hold on. We're listening to some ASMR. Oh. <laughs> okay, here she goes. Oh, she's so quiet. She's stuck on Here it is. Come on. Oh my gosh, dude! I can't do it. I can't do it. I had to turn that oh, off. Oh, Steve Gutenberg for 125. Not bad. Yeah. yeah, not bad actually. Yeah, you, you can get let uh, Justin know that there's a bunch of wrestlers on here too. So uh, Brett the Hitman Hart is on here. Yeah, Jake the Snake oh, I see sorry. in there. We're just going through cameo and just. <laughs> wow, um, Christopher, whose last name I can't remember, who played Shooter McGavin, is on here as Shooter McGavin. Yep, I not saw as that. yeah. So. He's... <laughs> Like, you know, you just kind of got to lean into it like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to go by the name people know me as. They know, he knows where his bread's buttered. That guy. He knows what's It cost up. you 500 bucks to bet on black. Wesley Snipes. Oh, Snipes is on there. I feel like maybe everyone is. So why no, not, they're not. They're why not? Why not? Popular morning show hosts, Scott Johnson and Brian Ibbett. That's what we're going to aim for. We're getting on. We're getting on there. Do it for, do it for charity and I'll, I'll do I would it. totally do it for charity. Yeah, we'll do it for yeah. charity. Sure. Let's do it for, uh, I like the red thing. Or, or How whatever. much do you think Perez Hilton is? Uh, Ooh, Perez Hilton. 225. I'll say 380. 90 bucks. 90 oh, bucks. Nice. Nice. We were both wrong, but you, you were more right, Brian. <laughs> Barry, nice Barry Williams, uh, Brady Bunch, doing it for red, 125 bucks. Not bad. John Schneider. Oh, John Schneider, uh, uh, John Superman's Schneider. Bat, uh, dad. In, uh, uh, and right. also from the... From, from the, the Dukes of Hazard. Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> Order of importance here. I couldn't get it right. Is Sam Elliott on there? No, chat room. No. There's a lot of uh there's a lot of women who look kind of porny in here. Well, I'm sure there's porn people, right? Gotta uh, be porn people. I haven't really looked. I don't know. This lady's only ever done one. Let's see. I'm trying <laughs> to get uh <clears throat> Uh, the Soprano daughter, uh, Jamie Lynn Sigler, for 125. Here, Danica do... McKellar, when she's not doing Hallmark Channel movies, you can get her for 85 bucks. Oh, there's wow. a lot of Hallmark actresses on here. Well, there just are a lot of Hallmark actresses. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, Cameo is about the, uh, uh, you know, the that's the Hallmark of the Hallmark Channel of the internet now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to see if our buddy Liam's on here possible oh. there's a lot of voice actors the voice actor from uh nightmare before christmas is on here yeah uh um, frakes you can get frakes for 175 i might use him for the next uh if we ever do another frog pants all stars i'll get frakes to do the intro i'll pay 175 to have frakes do the uh do the intro yeah i'd probably give you a little less uh, i wonder if they would do intros Ooh, adult uh, film star we can get adult film star buck angel for 10 bucks <laughs> i don't know who that is 
But that's okay. That's I okay. Know. How is he pressing the start and stop button on his phone? I see both of his hands. Yeah, this is really weird. Oh, yeah, they have a whole category of adult film stars. Dude, Ron Jeremy, $200. Good Lord. Sherry I, O'Terry and John Lovitz. All right, who charges more? Sherry O'Terry? Oh, they both charge the same. Never mind. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. I actually found Cameo because of the voice of Beast Boy, um, Greg mm. Sipes. He he gets on here on occasion and does um, these for charity. So Tara Strong, who voices um, oh, uh, not his counterpart, uh, Raven. Right. Raven. 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 Right. She's, um, she's great. She yeah, does tons. She of does stuff. a lot, but I know her as Raven. Puff girls. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. She does yeah. so much. Yeah. Uh, but she's on here too. She's and, queen of uh, VO. She does more VO than most VO oh, people. Just VO. And they can turn theirs <laughs> on and off. They don't have to keep accepting. So like, there's certain ones that only come on for a period of time, and then they'll turn their account off. So, Lou Ferrigno, hundred bucks. Hundred bucks for Lou Ferrigno. Will Forty get- bucks for Steve Burns from Blues Clues, <gasps> the original Blues Clues. That's is- really good, actually. He is doing it for charity. Can anyone find out if Crusty uh, Space Hands is on here? Oh yeah, let me Who, take a look. That? John Delancey. John Delancey. Sure. Delancey because he wouldn't he we're, wouldn't do it for me for a dollar. Remember that whole thing? I'm I was sorry, in Vegas. I took you down this rabbit hole. No, no, no. This is a fun time. Uh, <laughs> is he on there? He's probably no John DeLuca, but no John Delancey. Okay, well John Delancey's no John DeLuca. I can tell you that. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a fun trip. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Thanks, Nicole. It is, it, is a, it is a rabbit hole. I mean, you start looking at these and you keep scrolling because it's like. Oh my god! And you get through like a page or two. Tara Reid for two hundred bucks. You get through a page or two of people you don't know, and then it's like, oh hey, Tommy Chong, you can get for one fifty. One fifty. That's it. You, uh, you can get some weed for one fifty. Nice job. That's right. I don't think Will Wheaton's on there. I looked for Will Wheaton. No, I, couldn't find I don't him. think he's on there. No. But I, I'm, I bet you. I mean, if you present it as this is for charity, yeah, a lot of them I think do it. Is it weird Lots that when I for one hundred and twenty and and his photo is the best. Ratzenberger. John Ratzenberger. Let's see if it's. Oh, you can't see his photo on his when you go to his actual page. So I'm gonna have to. You screen screenshot cap. it. Wow. Screen cap. They have a whole category called Comic Con too. Oh, I'll bet. That's gonna get. So probably some cosplayers and stuff like that. Yeah, um, like the actor from Game of Thrones who played uh, the Night King is on there. Oh yeah, that guy. He's perfect for that circuit. <laughs> That's, that's yeah, where that yeah, guy You know, Corn, you wish uh, Melissa happy birthday. Hope you have a really great day. <laughs> what? Brian's still on Ratzenberger. We, we, moved, <laughs> we moved on to Night King. Brian's got Ratzenberger. I know, I'm still I'm trying to find the photo, trying to get you the photo of Ratzenberger. It's like he's standing in a shower. I want to see but it. But fully dressed. I want to see it. Um, all right, real go. quick, though, let me ask you oh, this. Yeah. Uh, what was yeah. I going to say? Now I forgot. It was a dumb thing I was going to ask, and I forgot what it was. Oh, it's strange that as I flip through these, the ones I see for money annoy me. The ones mm. I see for money and a charity tag don't don't annoy me. And, it, and the opposite, I go, oh, that's so cool. They would do that. Like they would. Yeah. Do, everything else feels weird and desperate to me. I'm I don't know why I'm having that impression, but I'm just telling you how it looks to me. It looks to me like if you're doing charity, way to go. If it's yeah, like but just, some of these people, I mean, some of these people are between jobs, and again, this is I think a good way for for them to make money. That's uh, that's not. A majority of it's not taken by uh, an agent or a manager. I think I don't disagree with you. I'm just telling you that's how it looks. How it makes you feel. Yeah. When I start watching some of the videos too that don't say for charity, I get really uncomfortable watching the videos. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Mm. This one. Ooh. 
Okay, I, I'm in a bad place on the site. I'm going to get out of here. This is no good. <laughs> so I don't want to know about uh, Cadence Lux and how much you're going to pay to have her do it. All right, moving up, moving up. All right. Well, anyway, hey, Nicole, it's been a treat here today. Yes. I uh, hope you feel better. That's the real thing. Me too. And uh, stay out of uh, trouble. No, I don't know. You're not in trouble. You're always you're always good. Uh, what else can I tell you? That's it. You have anything else you want to say? It. Anything to promote? Uh, no, we're, we're on a kind of a bit of a hiatus with ladies elite, um, because Kim moved out into the country and has satellite internet and we can't sync up. <laughs> Dude, satellite internet is horrible. It's oh the yeah. Worst. There's like a eight to 10 second delay when we're talking to her. So I'm like, well, I guess we're going to go on a break for a while. Yeah. There's nothing <laughs> worse. Sorted out. It's the worst. I mean, if you have nothing else, I guess it'll do in a pinch, but yeah, it's but not for bad. recording a podcast. I agree. <laughs> uh, well, uh, good luck. Oh, Nicole Spaggs, where you want to follow her? She'll talk about today's yep. recommendals on there, maybe. But if not, it's okay if you got to go. I will. Go to bed. I'll throw them up there. All right, get some nice hot tea. Do what you got to do. Hot tea, hot tea, and we'll hot see you tea. next week. There you go. Hot tea for the low tea. All right, <laughs> All right Brian. Well, that was a wow. That was a that was dive. a long rabbit hole, but but so so worth it. Yeah, they have a whole section on. Drag queens. You want a drag queen? You can do that. There are a lot of drag queens on there with some great names. Mm-hmm. I love I love drag queen names. Mm-hmm. There's another one here. Oh, Justin should get on here for politics. But there's like a, a hunt, camp, and fish section with 11 people. So if you really want to know who Cliff Crotchet is, he's a professional somebody, fisherman. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody out there knows who Cliff Crotchet is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's good stuff. Uh, we will now end the program. Uh, tomorrow we'll have more because Wendy will be here. We're going to get her back on. <laughs> right. Uh, to find uh, Gidget with her uh, with our 80s sci-fi oh, movie quiz, right. too. Yeah, tomorrow will be some trivial things. Trivial things. So we'll do that tomorrow. That'll happen uh, before we do anything else with Wendy. Then we'll have Wendy, and then we'll uh, then we'll have a weekend, and we'll have TMSPM, and we'll have the whole rest of the week. It's all good. That's what happens from Wednesday on. Everything goes good from here. Uh, anyway, if you'd like to help our show, there's a great way to support us at patreon.com slash TMS. And if you're looking for our email addresses, uh, old episodes, the link to the old RSS feed with all the ancient episodes, you can find all of that at frogpants.com slash TMS. We will now leave you with a song that Brian has prepared. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I'm going to actually pick it. Uh, Felix wrote in, says, hearing the cover of Popeye a couple of months ago reminded me about that album, the Saturday Morning's Greatest Hits album, and the cover Sublime did of the theme. My wife and I are big fans of those old cartoons, and we even named our first kitten Fooey since he used to try and attack us but would miss all the time. Please play uh, Hong Kong Fooey by Sublime when you've got an open day. It would be nice to reminisce about the little guy. Aw, that's a great name for a cat, Fooey. <laughs> Yeah, Fooey the, the cat. cat. I like it. Love it. Uh, yes, as I mentioned, this is from that Saturday morning's greatest hits uh, cover album. Such great stuff on there. Uh, covered here by Sublime. Sub- Sublime. Sublime. Sub- Sublime <laughs> with a B. Not Sublime. Sublime. Here is the theme to Hong Kong Fooey. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Who is this superhero? Sarge? No. Rosemary, the telephone operator? No, I'm in. Henry, the mild-mannered janitor? Hong Kong Fooey, number one super guy. Hong Kong Fooey, quicker than the human eye. Oh, he's got style, a groovy smile. I bet it just won't stop. When the going gets rough, he's super tough with a Hong Kong Fooey chop. Hong Kong Fooey.
show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com we heard you